What's up, everyone? Welcome to Call to Action Live this Sunday night. We've got some awesome matches to talk about, and I'm super excited to get to talk to about them with these fabulous people, starting with on my right, Upset City over there. Alex, how are you doing? Man, I'm damn spiffy. That's what I'm doing over here. There's so much good matches to chat about today. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm super stoked. And below me, we have the PLD. Ready to talk about some matches? You excited, PLD? I am always ready to talk about matches with these two lovely ladies, and I am psyched to be here. All right. Awesome. Yeah, it's been an incredible week in the showdown. As I feel like I've said a million times, the fact that these are all online and it's a different format, things like that, has not caused any sort of, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, lessen the impact these matches have had on us. I feel like, if anything, like the energy is just as high, if not higher, because... We have all this extra time to get to vote to Schmodown. And so I have watched these matches multiple times, which I don't usually get a chance to do. So I'm excited to talk about them. Starting with we our first match we want to talk about. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, Going right into it. I love it, Kelsey. Don't mess around. Just right I'm, re I'm ready. It was John Humphrey versus the Barbarian that we got to see. And this match, oh my gosh, guys. We can go over the stats a little bit. We 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 but this match was just awesome. I love Humphreys. He, his personality is so engaging on camera and everything like that. With him with Koi is just fantastic. Sure. Perfect matchup. Yeah. Perfect. But dang, Barbarian just proving he's just he's he's scary in IG. And I feel like he's getting scarier each time we see him. Yeah, I would agree with that. John Humphreys is a wonderful, funny, hilarious person, but he's also good at trivia. He actually is showing more and more that he's not just a joke. Uh, he, he set up well in his tournament so far, and uh, though he didn't make it past Barbarian, I thought he did a, a very good job. But I also definitely agree about the Barbarian. He, uh, I know he mentioned on Chill that he only had like two to three weeks to prepare for the IG portion of that, which is not a lot of time given how much everybody knows. And uh, he uh, showed that he is in it to win it. He's uh, got some... He still just got, I think he showed a little bit of holes in terms of like against the, the people like the Kevin Smetses of the world. Uh, but he's definitely getting better each each time. I think you give him a few more weeks, a few more months as he gets through it. That, that guy could be right up there in uh, the main event of IG. <laughs> I, something I do want to mention, I feel like it might take more than just uh, three or four matches to get it to the level of Smets or Kalanashi. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, just because that's like, to me, that's like on another stratosphere of competitor. Not to say he doesn't have the potential. He absolutely does. But I feel like we can talk about that if he were to like walk away with the tournament win today. But oh, until then, but absolutely so much immense potential and i think you really proved it with this match john humphreys in particular um i didn't know what to expect he definitely did really well against a janine uh and in the first round um, match but also um it i thought barbarian was gonna win and i was right uh but also john humphreys he, he was uh he was real hit and miss with some of the questions i definitely think he has again potential for to further his knowledge in ig i hope this is not the last of him when it comes to ig um but he definitely has to kind of step it up to a certain degree for sure if he's gonna you know play with the big boys you know, I want to actually touch on something you just said, Alex, about uh, it's, it seems like the IG tournament and the COVID and everything else that we've that has made us get this IG tournament, we're yeah. seeing a lot of people in IG that we wouldn't normally have thought of as IG players. They're getting the shots. Mm -hmm. getting, but I wonder if that's a case of because it's the IG tournament. Like if this was a normal year, would we have seen this happen the same way? I don't know. So I think it's kind of like a blessing that we actually get to see these people in IG. And I do wonder if we're going to keep seeing them in IG. I wonder if it's going to be a one-off for the tournament kind of thing, maybe come back for tournaments. 
Or are we going to see Barbarian say, hey, you know what? I enjoyed myself, even if he doesn't win the tournament, for example. Let's say he gets in there, he, he enjoyed himself. Do we see him afterwards start competing in IG regularly alongside the singles and, and maybe the teams as well? I don't know. Interesting thought. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, I hope this is not the last of it, um, for sure. Just because I have Mara Kanopic on one of my fan leagues, and because uh, I'm in two fan leagues right now, and I am desperate to form some more points and wins. Um, however, uh, you know, considering <laughs> how many matches we're getting right now uh, with IG, I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to after this tournament and you know the matches, you know, between Chandru and Smets and you know whoever is the winner of this tournament, you know, if maybe if that's going to be it for a very long time, but you never know. You never know. Could very well be. And yes, Kaiser. Yes, they are all trying to catch up with dungeon Productions. I like that. Is that, is that a dungeon production? Dungeon production. Is that a, is that copyrighted? I don't know what to say, but trademarked, copyrighted, tomato, tomato. Oh, there's a difference. I think. And are you, and are you, are you, can we hire dungeon productions to do more promos for everybody else? That's what I want to know. Maybe some promotions for uh, C2A promos will get Dungeon Productions involved, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to yeah. see Paul showering for a C2A promo. <laughs> well, that, that would bring ratings, let me tell you. That would definitely bring ratings. Oh, my gosh. Can we get one? one? Please. <laughs> okay. You know what sells. I'll, I'll contribute to what whatever needs to be done to get some <laughs> get those awesome promos. <laughs> Mm. All right, I'm going to pull up the stats just real quick before we move on to the next match. Uh, in round one, uh, Barbarian pulled out eight, and Humphreys did get four. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of see there the start of the what was probably going to end up happening in the end. But it was still a pretty solid round one for both competitors. Going into round two, we had uh, Wizzing World and then uh, for the Barbarian. And then for Humphrey, we had Middle Earth. And there was no steals, it looks like. So that's pretty solid round two. And then, of course, it came to a final end because look at our round threes. Like, there's mm-hmm. he, he he tried. He did a good job. We definitely see where he needs to do maybe a little bit of either studying or just a little bit more focusing on IG if he's going to continue in there. Yeah. The, Absolutely. Still Absolutely. a solid match. I really enjoyed watching it as well. It was clear as well that um, when it comes to – what? What? I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just saw that. Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> Kaiser between that and was like uh, the the take me down to the city, and I was just like, hey, please take me home. Yeah. Hey. Hi-ya, hi-ya. Just yes. Axel in the background. <laughs> um, there's definitely you know obviously there are competitors when it comes to this tournament that are on that are. That with a crazy, with a higher, with a higher tier of accuracy ratings of points and everything than others. There's like uh, I remember when we first uh, were looking at all the potential competitors in this uh, IG tournament. We were like, okay, who do we know based on the names and their previous? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank new you. call <laughs> sign. New sign for. Uh, I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> with headphones on but still yeah <laughs> um there's different uh types of competitors now john humphreys uh he's although like a you know being part of the real rejects he's a huge fan of you know uh anything 
uh, quote unquote geek related, you know, when it comes to the MCU and DCEU and all that good stuff. But at the same time, he was more into like a lot of the surface level stuff, you know, talk about the themes and characters. He's so he's not really diving into, you know, a lot of the nitty gritty specific um, uh, right. details that you have to know to get to this level. So uh, obviously that's, it makes sense why Koi put him in this, both him and Greg, because they both did really fantastic. Um, but again, when it comes to this with tournament, uh, this is, uh, everyone's great in this tournament overall. Yeah. It's so you, No lies, no lies. Mm-hmm. Been a fantastic tournament. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, Extremely okay. exciting. All right, and then any final thoughts before we move on to the match that we saw in the middle of the week? No, I, I think we broke down. Yeah, which is what we broke down thoroughly. If you did yeah. not see our breakdown guest starring Ace, please go mm. check it out. It was fantastic. Oh, but fun. here we go. There's, as we call it, the Cinderella story. Two tickets to Upset City. Such a solid match. I had such a fun time watching this match, especially the second time again, getting to watch it with Ace and getting to find out like the details, like how things went, what his mindset was during each question and things like that. It, it was fantastic. We should say, um, we said that we, we, just in case you didn't know what we're talking about, we have changed our format um, of reacting to Shmodan matches. We're gone as the days where we're going to like all watch it together for the first time and play along and react. It just didn't seem to work well with any of us scheduling wise and also didn't. It seemed to honestly have a lot of fun with it. You know, I know I didn't. I didn't like that kind of reacting generally, unless, unless it was some kind of big, huge moment. It seemed like it was not really worth the watch at this point. So instead, mm -hmm. we're gonna watch the show, watch the episode or the uh, match whenever we watch it. Then we'll come back together. Hopefully, we can get a competitor on and actually break it down as it's, we'll rewatch it together, knowing what's going on, so we can point out the moments we want to talk about, break it down a little bit further, not be surprised about things that are coming up. We know what we're gonna talk about. Uh, I think it's mm -hmm. much more informative and much more much more fun way to do it. Hopefully we can get the competitors involved or at least a competitor in the same division. I think it should be a good way to go. I think I, I like the plan that we have for that. And hopefully these two uh, we did this week will be a good uh, determination of what's going to be going on in the future. Not to mention here next Saturday, I think it's on, is it the 18th or 19th? Nah, nah. 18th? <laughs> I'll look at a calendar. Regardless, the one where Park is going to get a chance, Allison. <laughs> Uh, uh, that night, uh, because I know the match is like debuting in the late afternoon, like five o'clock central, three Pacific kind of thing, and you're like, he usually does. Uh, we're gonna be actually having on um, Parker on later that night to really kind of revisit the match because I believe they filmed it a little bit ago. Um, but really kind of dive into it. So it's gonna be like later that night, we're gonna have a breakdown. So I'm so excited. Yeah, with Rob Parker, it's gonna be great. That's gonna be fun. Oh, and yeah, it's just hang out with Parker. Well, true. <laughs> so cool. He's just so chill, and he's. Just oh. Such an awesome guy. I love him. Hopefully we can get him to do a magic trick too. That'd be great. Yo. Oh my gosh. I want all the tricks. I want all the magic. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that. We broke it down. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Star Wars match was great. I love Star Wars. You know, it's my favorite division. Um, my as I got this going down, I do. What? I do. I, it's, it's no joke. It's no joke. This was Upset City. This is uh, not just Alex over there. This is Upset City in general. He did He's been cruising his way through this whole tournament, upsetting everybody as he goes along. I mean, the only thing he didn't upset was Josh Cavedo. I think that was a solid match, but he upsets Ken. He upsets Laura Kelly. Now he upsets Dimilana. Uh, can he upset Alice Damon? I, I don't know if I can say no anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I can not say that anymore because he's he's just done it all so far. Yeah. If anything, like I, I did think Ace was going to pull all the way through Knapsack. I thought he was going to beat Knapsack. But after that, I'll admit, I had my doubts and thought Laura Kelly and such was going to win. But those doubts are gone. I 
I think I've decided I'm fully on the A train. I think he could totally be Alex. So when that time comes, I know where am I where I'm rooting. Good yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those doubters. I was like, he can beat Josh. He can beat Ken because Ken's not really a competitor anymore. And that's totally fine. Uh, you know, he, it's just, I'm using his own words. It's just, it's not, Shmoda's not what it used to be. And it's just, it's just not, a, it's, he's not actively involved as a competitor like he used to be, at least studying wise and everything like you kind of have to be. And that's, you know, awesome. Um, so I, I, I uh, like assumed Ace was going to win going into jo going up against Josh and Ken. But I was like, it's Laura. It's fucking Laura Kelly, my dude. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's, have you seen Demolanta? I mean, he's fantastic. And not to mention, not to say Ace isn't fantastic, but I was like, Ace is really great. He's improved, but these are like his first matches. And he's going against competitors that are playing like the fourth, fifth match kind of thing. Um, that have done like live events and everything. So they were used to that kind of higher pressure. Yeah. Um, but Danielle proved us all fucking wrong. She, she, <laughs> so she said she it. Called it. She has the bragging rights here. Absolutely. She definitely all does. The bragging rights. What'd you guys think of her, uh, um, not her, uh, his hot take that he mentioned the other day when we broke it down. Do you remember? Yeah, uh, about how all these kind of nitpicky challenges and things like that he doesn't think anyone should be doing that. Yeah. You're close enough, you got it. Absolutely. And I can definitely see his point. I'm, I'm very 50-50 yeah. on it where I do agree, but also I kind of like the excitement of challenges a little bit. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm just... my, my question would be that I get it, but that sounds like someone who cares – uh, someone who cares, I don't want to say this because he definitely cares, but there's a there's a mindset of someone like a Ben Bateman who wanted it more than anything. He's going to throw every challenge out there because he's that competitive. Are you saying he doesn't want it as much? No, that's exactly why I was. That's exactly why I paused. And <laughs> Too late, Paul. <laughs> it's almost like I'm trying to make it difficult. Remind the tape. Where's our, we need a re replay crew. Come imagine on, that. Imagine <laughs> that. Alex, trying to make it difficult for me. Um, but there are like it seems like that's something that they would make like Ben. Ben Bateman, like I mentioned, he does. He throws everything in the in his way. Ace seems to want to kind of roll with it a little bit more and be like, you know, he's more generous. Like if it's close enough, he's close enough. I, I wouldn't be that way because if I want something, you're gonna. I'm gonna throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. I'm gonna try but, to stop your momentum. I'm gonna try to stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that it's. Because again, people are proven to make challenges, be wrong, and still win the challenge because they're able to talk their way out of it. You could talk your way into getting more points. Ben Bateman. That's ben what he Bateman again. Yeah, you, you can talk somebody getting more points. Then that's damn sure your responsibility if you really want it that much. Especially mm -hmm. when you got a faction to win for. You know what I'm saying? It's. I mean, I. I don't bl I don't blame her. He doesn't upset me that he says that because that's you know that's that's a very that's his take and that's fine. I um, think it depends on the player because it's so far working for him. I think maybe that meant mindset of you know what I'm just gonna let it slide and just focus on my game and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That chill attitude he has keeps him level, and so it, it's working for him. It keeps getting him consistent gameplay. So maybe for certain competitors, that's just the more solid technique. It could, but I would say that would that. Would it be a detriment when he does go up against somebody like a Ben Bateman type? If Ben Bateman is going to call you out and all your shit, and you're not going to, then it might be it might be a detriment. I mean, I don't know for sure, but it's it sounds like it's potentially a bad thing. But I, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's I think obviously both competitors are so talented. They're so fucking knowledgeable. I, I can't comprehend how they're able to so hyper-focus the way they have been able to prove in these matches. It's amazing to me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there it seems like their approaches to studying and learning these movies obviously are very different. Uh, just watching the body language, um, it was actually kind of funny because Ace, as he was like watching himself, he was doing the same poses and everything, <laughs> which was kind of like we have a little aception situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell by his body language, uh, he's actively, you know, trying to calm himself down. And you can also tell by his relationship with Winston. And it was reaffirmed, you know, uh, during with our breakdown with him that um, Winston was trying to kind of keep him having a, his level head, keep him calm. And because that's, I guess, you know, some people work well when they're look work better or more efficiently when they're chill. When, yeah. there, when there isn't as much pressure and, you know, where they, where they don't have someone over their shoulder. Some people require that pressure to really, really actively pull themselves. If someone's like, um, but so I, I'm kind of curious if that's uh, for Demolanta, if that's his style, because obviously he's done amazing with his record. He's like, technically he's had two and two, but he's so much more than that. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not out there because it's out there. I don't want to lose it. John Kaiser, thank you, Kaiser, for the super chat. Parker is a smoother operator, and he's about to disconnect Chance from the IG tournament. Uh, we'll definitely be getting into that a little bit later on as we go down into that road to break down that match in the future. But I will say I think that Kaiser's absolutely smoother right. Operator. I have a lot of faith in Robert Parker. And I love Chance. I love Chance. No doubt. But if I had a... Parker knows what he's doing, that's for sure. So. All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. And I didn't. I didn't do karaoke last night, so it has to come out sometime. <laughs> I don't blame you. Gotta do some karaoke. <laughs> I missed doing karaoke with with Drew, man. I missed it this weekend, so I feel like my heart's broken a little bit. Well, maybe we'll do a C two A post show at some point. You can do some. Uh, oh karaoke. yeah. Okay, that is a bad news. We can talk about later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to matches this week. We have Brandon the Hitman Hannah versus Alex Damon. I feel so bad for you guys that had to do that breakdown and have to like have people watch you on screen having to like watch. I have never wanted to smack somebody across the face so much while watching a match. Just like all that smart attitude towards Christian and Mark. I mean, like, where's the respect? That was hard to do. I, every time I see him on the screen, I start throwing up in my mouth a little bit, and it's just not very fun. Exactly. Who? Who? I don't know who this guy is. I said it before. I think he must. So he must be turning around. He must be facing a corner right now because he's turned his back on everybody else. So, yeah. Well, that's no what loyalty. losers do to themselves, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, I will say though, I will briefly give him some credit in terms of that. Alex Damon definitely <laughs> did do everything. Went the right way for Alex Damon to win. Uh, he did get Middle Earth in the second round. He got a five pointer that was Star Wars. Uh, and that was that was the end because Damon pulled his five pointer and Hannah couldn't. That's the basically the, the end of the he, match. He, Brandon Hannah also got his uh, for the second one. He also got spinners choice. Yep. So they were pretty evenly matched. Now the thing is, uh, Brandon Hannah also he's play had more. He's played more honestly. Mm-hmm. And sure, mm-hmm. Alex Damon did did get a Star Wars related five pointer question. Um, you know, but at the same time, considering uh, Brandon's record, you know he. Hypothetically, he sh- he should have been able to get some of those questions down. I mean, how do they how do they both do in the first round? Can you whip up the stats? It was eight eight. They didn't. They missed one. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandon had that challenge, which we can talk about. Um, yeah. But uh, Brandon, they missed the one. They, they actually they missed they missed two each. I'm sorry, they missed two each. 
Um, yeah. They both have the same heroes and villains, and then Brandon missed the Green Arrow or Green Hornet question, which is what he challenged. Um, they both went perfect on, in round two. Yeah. At the end of I mean, we guess right. That's why I said it went down to the five because in round three it was eighteen eighteen. So it went into round three completely tied. And the difference between the match, Hannah got his two and his three. Damon got his two and his five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that. I, I do want to see about Damon. What I want to see about Damon is I want to see him in a match where he doesn't get like a Middle Earth and Star Wars combination and all, like kind of yeah. lower that thing and see where he is. I just don't know where he actually. I know Hannah is pretty consistently good throughout all the IG categories. Yeah. I just don't know where Damon exactly. is at this point, though. And that's my question about that. You're totally right. It's almost like um, I've heard some competitors that I've actually no, saw some competitors. I've heard some fans talk about, Oh, um, if, a if a competitor, like if Kalinowski did, didn't keep getting James Bond, yeah, yeah you know, does. or Clark Wolf doesn't keep getting horror thriller, you know, how good would they be if they kept getting opponent's choice? You know, I, I feel like that's, I, I don't like that kind of line of conversation and what it kind of insinuates, but I am, like you said, we haven't really seen enough. Uh, the thing is with Kalinowski and Clark Wolf, Wolf the difference uh, between that kind of line of questioning is that we have seen them play a ton of matches, right. simply teams and singles. And we're just, we're barely getting a whiff of, uh, of Alex Simmons, like true, abilities when it comes to yeah. IG. And I think he has all the potential in the world. I think he's going to, he's going to do fantastic. Um, but at the same time, we just don't have enough knowledge of his, of him in IG in order to truly gauge um, versus, versus, you know, that weenie. Yeah. Guy, guy. Oh, wow. yeah it's, I, I agree 110% with your ideas about like, he it, it can become a crutch of a, of a uh, evaluation of a character, uh, of a person, of a studier, so to speak. Um, but again, yeah, I just want to see more of him. I, I think he could be great. I just want to see it. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know where it is. It's real quick, though. Well, an opponent's choice. Let's see what happens. It's Allison shooting back at Kaiser in her chat. You know, Kaiser Goddard failed at breaking your basket. Corruption will not. Wow, that's bold. Just a chance. That's a nice profile picture. I'm not using that profile picture. I don't remember that profile picture. Nice. I do say. I like Chance. I like your Hutzpah on that. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a, definitely be a Hutzpah? fun match to watch. Hutzpah. What's, what's Hutzpah? What's that mean? Balls, confidence, the moxie. Yeah. Ballsy. The cojones. Cojones. Exactly. That kind of thing. So, I love to say pillars. Okay. It's pure fortitude. Exactly. Wing. I love a Chance. I love that's why I want to see. I want. I guess one of That's right. That's what it is. Chance showing a big wing sack at this point. All right. And we wanted to talk, watch up about round one, Brandon's challenge with the Green Hornet thing. What were your guys' thoughts? I I knew it was going to um, get torn down because it didn't seem like that valid of a challenge. But I also was wondering if it was going to, because of just like the way it got challenged out in the middle of the throw maybe throw Alex off. Uh, didn't seem to work, but maybe that was the intent. Well, when it comes to challenges, there's a lot of different ways that you can issue challenges, obviously. Now, when it comes to Star Wars, obviously, every challenge counts. Like, you save there, save those. Because, obviously, it feels like every single match. I don't. Um, um, obviously, with every single match, Star Wars match, challenges are you. So, they're very necessary. Um, you know, in IG team singles and that kind of thing, they're not used nearly as much, obviously. They do get used, but not as often. So there is this idea that, you know, uh, depending on the competitor and how confident you're with them, you can use them for psychological warfare. So Absolutely. 
um, which I think, you know, is definitely smart. You just have to be smart on who you're using against and using against a competitor like Alex Damon. I mean, I, I totally agree as a rookie, rookie IG competitor, not a rookie com Schmodan competitor, but specifically an IG. So it makes sense to me if the sense he was that confident going into this match, but it was a stupid question to right. challenge. You're challenging a comic book movie. What? Kind of a comic book. No, thank I mean, he, he had a point about the history of the character, but it still was valid for that category. Like, if it was and a comic book movie, challenge it. You don't challenge it in the middle of a match. Well, this is, this is actually something I want to bring up. This is the reason why I don't, like, this is something I don't know. But for example, like, to bring in a possibility of something, when I'm at work um, in my union, if someone, like, the job asks me to do something that we think is against the contract, we're always told, okay, you got to go through the category and then grieve it afterwards and talk about it afterwards. Is it, is it possible that Brandon has seen this list of movies but had no recourse of like being able to challenge it until they got into the match? Until the, we finally got a Green Hornet question. Was, That's my opportunity. I want to challenge this being a part of the IJ. I mean, he couldn't do it beforehand. I mean, it's that I wasn't allowed for whatever reason. I don't know how it works out to do. But you want to use a challenge in the IG tournament on that? That's what you want to use it on? Well, it also coupled with the fact but that he wanted to maintain his lead and uh, in an IG tournament, he wanted to maintain his lead also, and a psychological thing possibly as well. Could have been a whole ball yeah. of It's yeah. just Here's the thing, though. Things book based on books are in IG. Things based on, like, IG is not just comic books. It's just, if it was in the comic book category, I could see the point, but it is was a very lots of different mediums it was on a radio show it was a comic book there's like so i think it was in the correct category in ig if it was now if it was in another category it maybe had a very valid point but mm -hmm. in mixed bag that's the point mixed bag is just a weird random geeky culture stuff and green hornet is geeky culture you know what I mean? and i fully agree with that i don't think that i i disagree with brand i think that that Green Hornet should definitely be an IJ. I'm yeah. just trying to get inside his mindset to why he possibly challenged him, yeah. what, what his thought process was. It, it does make sense to a, uh, to a certain extent. I, I do think it it does speak volumes about how confident going into this match he was. Yeah. Um, and using something like psychological warfare on such on a, such a new IG competitor, I feel like it really also really backfired on him because not only did he at that point not. He, he lost his challenge, but also he's going up against a competitor that's used to that high stakes pressure. He's used to live events. He's used to almost exclusively championship matches. <laughs> he's used to that kind of certain level. So this idea of like this challenge in the first round is really wasted. Unfortunately, it could have totally worked out in his favor. Um, but if, but he knew the question. So if you know the answer to the question, why would you use that answer? Well, he got why? it wrong. He didn't know it. He, he got, it, got wrong. it wrong. Oh, yeah, okay. That's okay. one of the reasons why. On that last bit. I but, wonder, honestly, because I mean, it's kind of, I, I said this on on the on our breakdown, and Danny didn't really agree with me, but I think, it, well, kind of agreed with me. It's kind of like the video Drew challenged when she challenged um, American Psycho being horror thriller, or I forget, I forget the particulars of it, but she, she challenged the question on a categorical level and got mm -hmm. the question thrown out. So I wonder if it was like that was in his head. We can get it thrown out on a categorical level, see if we can yeah. work that around it. Um, and it, honestly, at the end of the day, as much as we're all talking about it, it didn't really end up having much mm -hmm. impact to the match. I mean, they, he, he if he had gotten in the challenge, he would have won. He would have won the match. If, I think. if, it, I mean, again, if it was Star well, Wars where there, there, I mean, sometimes it is just that one point difference. Yeah. You know, again, 
that would make sense to challenge earlier on, like early, uh, like in Star Wars matches, uh, you you need to get like nine or ten points in the perfect round because if you miss one, it, and ten points becomes a, that becomes a two point gap if they get um, in in the first round with a bonus question for one of the competitor, and that's mm -hmm. a huge difference in Star Wars going forward. But with this. It's not a huge difference. It can be sure, depending on the competitor. But if you're that com if you're that confident, I disagree. I don't disagree, but um, I don't yeah. disagree. But I don't disagree all the way. But, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree, but <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I, I can't agree with you on just on. Uh, you know, I don't on agree, principle. but I. In principle, I, I can't agree with you on principle anyway. That's just not how we roll. You know that. That is the truthiest truth you've ever heard. <laughs> uh, no, I, I guess I don't really fully. I don't fully disagree with you, but I do. I just, I guess, I see his side of things a little bit more than you do. That's all. Do we need to kick you out of C two way? Paul, I'm not. I don't like it. I'm not siding with him. I'm not saying I, I like you're him. Anna, you're, you're I'm trying to get inside the head of the enemy. You're saying all these blasphemous words. I'm like wondering, are you actually a spy on the inside? Are you a mole for Hannah? I'm trying to get on the inside the of the enemy. Take him off. Take him off. Take him off. Oh, gosh. You can't. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> it's game. You can't no, do it. <laughs> he's a spy on the inside. Let's get him out. Let's I tried, him. folks. I tried. Get them all. Did you see my promo against Brenna, Brenna Hedda? I don't Brenna like Brenna Hedda, obviously. Oh, yeah, as if. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I try to cover him really well in promos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, any final thoughts on that match before we go on to speculating upcoming matches? Obviously not. She 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 got this tea. She's gonna do that. She's gonna look all, try to look all cool. And, yeah, it's all. All right. <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm interested to see where Alex Damon is gonna go against uh, Kalinowski or a Zipper. Um, it's gonna be very interesting to see, and I do hope we get to see him in different turn categories. Let's see, let's see where he is. Yeah, so. absolutely. And Brandon, we I think we have not seen the last of Brandon Hannah this year. I kind of have this gut feeling. No, he's like a bad penny, or he's in a, no, he's he's in a somewhere he's forever. He ain't yeah. shit. Hmm. He's got one thing that we all ain't got. Christian is loving what he's doing right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Just loving a lot of things saying. that Hannah's doing, like losing. Just yep. saying. Losing. Something I love him doing. You know what? Continue that. By all means, please. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on to next week on Saturday, July 18th. Uh, at the Scout Bound Expo, which is kind of cool. It's a new way of doing things. Yeah. We have Chance Ellison versus Robert Parker. I am super stoked for this match for multiple reasons. One, getting to watch it in like a different environment with Skybound. And then also because this match is just going to be freaking awesome because yeah. these are two scary competitors. And it's yeah. going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I am very interested to see because I definitely have said the entire time that Parker is going to go through this tournament like a knife through butter. Um, I still feel that way, but every match that Chance plays, he's gotten better and better, and not only better and better, I feel like he, he's going a little bit under the radar with it. Like his matches with Corruption only have been like he was like carrying the team, uh, Michael, all respect in the world, but he was like the A player during those Corruption matches. 
Uh, he's playing well again. He played well against Paul Ayama. He looks like he just knows his stuff. He's just getting better and better. So I, I don't think this is going to be quite as much of a walkover as I initially thought, but I still got to give it to Parker. I just can't see Parker losing so far. He just looks so damn good. But... Okay, let's calm that down. <laughs> let's calm that down. Okay, wow. Parker, I love Parker. The dude has played two matches. Two matches. I think he's gonna be amazing. Don't get me wrong, but the dude has won. Has played in what was it? No, two. Has he played two matches, or is it yes. three matches at this point? Two, two matches. Two IG matches. Mm -hmm. And he's already. People are already talking about him potentially winning the belt and winning the tournament. Like, why? Why we? I don't think we need to have this conversation unless he wins at least another match, and then we can at least talk about that conversation. Like I don't, I don't like to say someone's. Uh, um, I don't like to say anyone like a competitor is um, undefeated until they play three matches. Personally. Yeah, I get it. I mean, he's yeah. also someone we have a lot of game tape of in the fan league. I think that's part of the reason why. I know, I know it's a different story. I get, I get the differences. I'm not going to argue that at all. But we, but pure knowledge. He has the pure knowledge to be able to be up there with everybody else. And chance does that translate? No, I'm not saying he doesn't. But as far as Inner geekdom goes. Parker's been more solidified in inner geekdom than Chance has so far, like even the family stuff. But Chance has more a schmodown stuff, and so as far as the schmodown stuff goes, that's a different story. So that's where it could happen to me because it's a different league altogether. And I fully agree with that. Fully understand that. But I know all the Parker love is basically not based on the fan; is based on the the pure knowledge base that he has. Okay, if he wins and slides through this, that's expected. And where mm -hmm. he wins this tournament, that's actually what everyone expects. I've heard that from ten people, yeah. um, you know, a bunch of people from different from different groups and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, hypothetically, what if Chance TKs out TKOs him? What happens? A lot. He gets he falls down quite hard, yeah. quite hard, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think now, considering his hype. He is the most hyped competitor Shmodan has ever seen. Rookie competitor Shmodan has oh, ever seen. Absolutely. No, hands down. We've talked about him as a competitor since last summer. We've talked about Barbarian like starting maybe last November. We've mm -hmm. talked about a lot of other competitors, but he is just so overhyped. And as a result, I've said it before and I say it again, I think it's putting this this kind of attention where where he's so hyped. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. He's amazing. He's a wonderful person and he deserves all the credit. Absolutely. But I don't think we should have that kind of conversation about a rookie competitor that we haven't seen before ever. And we were already talking about, we were already talking about how he's going to win the belt by the end of the year after his first match. That shouldn't be a conversation that we should have after one match. But again, it's not like we've never, it's not, we haven't seen him play he before anything else. He has tape. Like, so the, the now again, no, it goes down, chance, it goes though. down to the now, again, not in the energy. Yeah, we're Canada, not though. arguing a chance either, though. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm just saying that. Much. Not nearly as much. Well, I wasn't when on we, a show back when Chance started because I probably would have talked about him a lot more. Chance I, I, and Paul Young were hyped quite a bit, not to the yeah. level that our Parker was, I think, but I agree with that to a degree, but I don't think that. It's a difference between coming in, like for example, when Josh Cavado came in to play the Star Wars match. Yes, uh, that was something we had no tape on, never seen him play. All we knew is what he talked about like, on his show. That's all you knew about. You had no idea about his trivia knowledge. And Schmodown is, you know, it's at least half trivia knowledge and half gameplay. 
we know Parker has the knowledge. That's the difference between someone like him and someone like a Kevedo or something like that. Because you come in, even if he's played no matches, you've seen him play a hundred matches where he was undefeated in the family. I mean, that's total exaggeration. I don't know how many matches it was. A lot of matches in the family where he was undefeated and he had that pure no, knowledge he where he wasn't where he wasn't totally defeated in the family. He had no, he had not okay, he's not undefeated, but he's had like a, he hasn't missed very many questions. He had a lot, he showed yep. a knowledge base that was he, there, and the questions were a lot harder than they are usually are in, in this mode. As as someone that is actively involved in the fan leagues, I kind of disagree. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a really wonderful competitor. He has done fantastic in the in the leagues, but by no means we can we can argue day and night about the intensity of the different questions and all that stuff. You know, that's fine. That's incorrect. That's that's subjective AF. Uh, but when it comes down to it, the assumption that he's going to win is overwhelming. And I don't feel like that's just so unfair to him, um, to him as a competitor, both Parker and Chance. I guess that. I agree with that. I also want to throw out there, though, that one of the reasons why a lot of people brought him up as a hype is because he, didn't he TKO Smets in the fan leagues? No. Or he beat Smets in the fan leagues. He beat Smets. He, he beat, beat yeah, Smets. Yeah, he beat him, but he didn't TKO I, him. I, thought, I actually think he TKO'd him in the fan leagues, which they, is they that was played, a big thing. They, they trained together. Absolutely. It was a different, it was definitely a different Smets. I'll, I'll say that too. Smets has come a long way through there as well. But that was one of the things when he first came up. was like, this is the guy who TKO'd Smets. So that's why the people have been hyped up about him because he has the knowledge base to do so. And, so I guess that's why part of it too, as that definitely helped him. Yeah. So yeah, he definitely he TKO'd him. Yeah. That's yeah. you TKO'd yeah. Smets. That's what he did. So can you not say he could beat Smets? So of course you say he could beat Smets. That's why the, the hype is there. He's done it before. Yeah. And here's my argument about like Paul and Chance not getting hyped up and stuff like that. The environment showdowns changed drastically since they were coming up. The reactors after shows, SCN Live now being a thing, like the world is now set up for there to be hype. We can't say that Paul and Chance wouldn't have been equally as hyped when they were coming out of the fan leagues because it was a totally different environment, totally different world. It, it was just different. The, 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 meet, like, the, the media base was way different. So there was these constant conversations on camera about what they were going to bring to the table. So mm -hmm. I also think that's kind of a weird argument as well. Just like just because Parker was hyped, which doesn't mean in the same circumstances, Chance and Paul wouldn't have been as equally as hyped. On the other hand, I do agree with you, Alex, about it being a little unfair to Parker. And, and if Parker does lose, it's going to be harsher on him. And I fully agree. And that, that's not that exactly fair. And it's not exactly fair uh, that it would happen that way. Um, but it is what it is. I don't know how you can say it otherwise. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I haven't said my view on things yet. I, I really, I, I will never doubt Chance having hung out with him and seen just like his constant studying, not even just like, like just constant, like the amount of work. I don't, I know Parker, like I know his history, things like that. So I have no doubt he can do that. I've, I've seen in person chance doing what he does. So I'm, I always feel like I do this a lot, but I'm, it could go really either way. I think it just depends on if we get a weird question from like a movie that neither of them have ever seen because it's like a 1950 something movie and then they'll be thrown off and then it's a match because they're both so solid in IG. Yeah, I love Chance. I love Chance quite a bit. I think he's got mm -hmm. he's done he's done a lot to prove himself. Um and again, like I said, it's been underrated because you don't hear people talking about him very much. It's just kind of like he's kind of gone under the radar. So and maybe that's better for him. Maybe that's maybe that's gonna help him in this match. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, I I just really am curious to see not only how this match is gonna do, um 
I just also both both teams, uh, both factions as well, are really need the win. Corruption, they desperately need the win right now. Um, you know, after you know, after Laura, Laura Kelly wasn't didn't work out like they hoped. Uh, she performed amazing, by the way. Oh my gosh, that match was crazy. Um, one of the best matches of the year. Um, but yeah, so both the dungeon and uh, and corruption are heavily relying on this potential win. You know, because they're both definitely on the lower tier of points right now. So, right. yeah. So there's a lot of pressure, not only like by them for them from themselves, you know, to do well and fans, but also you know their factions, you know, to it's still be in the conversation as you know mm -hmm. how they're. I mean, I mean, how are they going to be able to come back from what's going on? So. I mean, corruption could totally get themselves right back in the ballgame with the IG tournament. You still have Mike. You yeah. still have chance. If chance happens to sneak by yeah. Parker and then Mike happens to get by, you could have a we could have a corruption finale. They again, That's they points. need every single they need every single win because they are like they're pretty low right now. They're in the lower half, right? Point wise. So I'm not saying they're like the last one or second, but I mean they were definitely in the lower half. I believe they're like they're obviously below Swag the Den and maybe one other. I can't remember. There's like I know there's a handful that are like tied for like fourth or fifth place or something. Yeah, with, I don't like, have the standings. I don't have the current standings at the moment either. Wait, wait, wait! I. You should have that graphic up. I, I to put that graphic up. Oh wait, okay. So I'm looking at it now. Oh, uh, let's see. Whammy. Okay, so. Yeah, so uh, corruption, yeah, in fifth place at eleven points, and the dungeon also at eleven. So both of them, wham, they both need those points real bad. Both at three wins apiece out of five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. There you go. The the two player game, either faction could come running back. That's true. They both are, and their zipper and uh, zipper is on the other side. Yeah. Although I, I'd love to see zipper. I'd love to see zipper BKO. I'd love to see it happen because I, I love zipper as an under under. Uh, rated person, underrated competitor. I think that if he is studying as much as he's doing with the dungeon, maybe he'll maybe he'll surprise. That'd be that would be great to see. Absolutely. All right. Eric, Are you ready to move on to that match? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, Speculations on Eric Zipper versus Mike Kalinowski. Huh, I should have just saved that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if I have to go at the end of the day, I'll just say right. I'll, I'll finish my thought on that. Then is that I do think. KO will probably win because I think KO has been my question about KO has always been about his swagger. He lost his swagger in spectacular. He's come back, done well in teams, but I don't know what he's gonna do when he's by himself again. If he's ready to be that cocky killer KO, or is he mm -hmm. is he still feeling the after effects of getting uh, knocked the fuck out by Spets? I don't I don't know. Um he's talking the talk. He seems to want to put corruption on his back him in chance and uh, get them out of the cellar, like he said. And he really he seems like he really wants to push forward on that. Um if he's Ready to go and back on uh, back on top. Then I think he probably probably does beat beat uh, Zip. That should be a good match. Yeah. I, I, I was it. I felt similarly like before the whole tournament started. I'm like, which mic are we getting? Are we going to get spectacular mic or the mic we've seen before in the past? And I feel the match we saw him in proves to me Mike's got his his, his got it back. He's got the charm. He's got the charisma. He's got the knowledge. He's got the confidence. I I think he's going to go into this match, especially with the win now even more so in the game, feeling it. So I love Zip, and I would love to see an upset with Zip, but my money's going to be on Mike. I think Mike's definitely going to win. If I can add real quick, I know before this whole tournament began, I did predict Zipper would upset Mike. Um, that was before I saw 
Zipper's match, uh, his previous match, I kind of had bought into the the dungeon hype. After seeing Zipper's last match, I think he has improved. I just don't think he's quite there to be with Mike yet. I think given there's some more time, he could possibly get up to that level, but he's not not quite there yet. Mm. I, I I definitely agree with you when it comes to Kalinowski. In my in my um, my. Sorry, I have like this weird hair situation. Um, I look like a boy band member from the 90s right now. Like, <laughs> no, you know, we're actually kind of like this, you know, like, you are my fire, the one desire. desire. You are, you are, you are, you are. You I'm sorry. Are. I'm sorry. This is what happens when my I don't get my weekly session of karaoke. What can I say? So, when are we going to make Peach Wayne a musical? Is that going to be a thing? <laughs> You're just breaking oh a song God. for the entire. I'm just waiting for like Canada <laughs> be like, don't want to hear you. Oh my gosh. So good. We just go way off topic. I apologize. Um, yeah, my heart. Um, I would love for an upset. This has been like this past few weeks. I've been full of upsets, not only between Ace's rise uh, to, but even in this tournament with, you know, Hannah and everything, there's been so many upsets this season, which I love me being all about the upsets. So here for it. Um, yes. Uh, when it comes to Mike, you know, you're right on the money, uh, Eric, you know, Mike needs that first win, especially because for him, I think it's psychological, like with a lot of competitors, but for him, it. yeah, he, if he's got it, he's, when he's good, he's great. If what he's I'm saying, like, he did, he got yeah, it, he got, he beat exactly. out, when he beat out, but he got that boost. I think that's why he, it, he's in the board. Exactly. Exactly. Um, thing is, if he had lost, it would have been a thing. Okay. And, um, but yeah, so I, I would love, but the thing is I would love an upset like zipper. I feel like he's fabulous. I love him. Um, he's one of my favorite competitors in Schmodown right now, even though he's played like two matches, like one or two matches, he's fantastic. And he's improved so much. Oh, this season being part of the dungeon and, yeah. you know, being, uh, he's a, uh, I feel like, um, managers need to be judged not only in their points and how many belts they have and all that good stuff. I feel like managers also need to be judged by how much their competitors improve. Yeah. Okay. And how much, uh, how they like rookie competitors, like how much, how much do they improve as a competitor or starting up in the first match? Or maybe they weren't a super motivated competitor, but suddenly they want it. They're greedy for it like zipper. And I feel like uh, Kaiser with zipper is Match made in fucking heaven. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> just get on a radio show. I just really want to see him hang out, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Please. I'd totally tune in for that. Please. <laughs> Do it, please. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good good coverage of speculations for the upcoming matches next week. So are we ready to speculate on some other things like a certain tournament that? You know, it's been announced and there's been some names dropped for yeah let's do that we have all the entire uh 32 man slash woman uh roster of who's gonna be in the tournament uh which is break it down uh is oh, it maybe i said did i say 32 i'm sorry yeah. 36 oh wait i said for a second i was like i'm misremembering 36 sorry my uh i was told we weren't doing math in this show uh, you know, oh, it's not math. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason why we're podcasting, guys. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. 
let's just go through the tournament and there is upset city. Upset city. <laughs> let's talk about you know what? Let's uh, talk about the swag and swag crew there who they have put forth. They have put forth in the tournament Paul Ayama, Liz Shannon Miller, Lon Harris, and Frank Moran. Now that is some interesting stuff. Yeah, love you too, Win. Love you too. What do you think? I mean, it seems to me I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. Like Paul Yama was a definitive no-brainer. He's the former champion. He's got to get his going on. Liz Shannon Miller again a no-brainer to me. She showed a lot of a lot of potential last year. She played some big matches and didn't quite get too far, but she 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 definitely made a lot of improvements. I'm interested to see how the time off has helped her. I know she was very hyped by uh, Ethan Irwin and uh, back in the day. Uh, Lon Harris has had. I love Lon Harris. Uh, he's he's my <laughs> his character work and his skills. That he's due. He's always been one of those. He's been, always been one of those uh, people who kind of had bad luck. He's never quite made it over the uh, the hump, so to speak. But he's definitely got the knowledge base. So I'm like to see that. Uh, the interesting one here for me was Frank Moran. I don't know much about him. I know he was in the he was in the uh, free he was in one of the free for alls, and he did pretty well if I remember correctly. Uh, it lasted a little while. Um, but what do you think? Is there anybody you're not you're surprised? I mean, the ones who didn't get in there, like Josh McCougar's not in there, not Halavica, not RB three, uh, mm-hmm. not Sean Gerber potentially. But that, I mean, what do you what do you guys think? Did- I I'm not super surprised. Uh, the first three you listed, I was kind of for sure we're going to be in there, and then that fourth spot, I really was like equally like it could be anybody. So. Mm-hmm. That really, really wasn't too shocked per se, but I'm super excited to see how everybody does. I think it's a great lineup, mm-hmm. and I think great decision. Super excited for it. Okay. I do think it's definitely a smart combo. RB3, I feel like um, his record does not show his knowledge. He's such a really great competitor. He's played five matches. I think it's four or five matches, and he lost all of them. So he's owing like four or five. That's a horrible record and obviously, but I think he is obviously so much more than that. And also this is over like his entire Schmodan career. He's been with Schmodan for a very long time since like its inception. Um, so they've been very space apart. So I don't feel like that really like mentioning it coming to that. But thing is, um, I'm honestly surprised he wasn't slipped into this one. Um, but on the other hand, RB3, I, he might be one of those competitors that really thrives being part of a team more so than singles just because of that pairing. Um, yeah, just everyone's a little bit different when it comes to, you know, just being part of a team versus not. But anyway, um, but I do think Frank Morin, based off his free-for-all performance, great. I'm excited for him. I was really surprised about Lishan and Miller, to be completely honest. You were surprised about that, really? A little bit, a little bit. I don't know. Um, for I, I feel like I heard something on, read something on Twitter or something, see, hearing that she's traveling a lot or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering or something. Maybe I'm completely making it up. Um, but I thought she was not going to be available for some reason actively for the next like month or something. But I might be misremembering it. But I remember seeing her name and being like, hmm, that doesn't make sense. But again, maybe mixing her up with someone else. I do think that this is the, this is a good four. I do think uh, by the way, yes, he is the lead host uh, in box office uh, breakdown, not not report, but it is he is the lead host in that. Uh, it's been off the air since the of course. Do you, when, do you remember when box office reports was actually like part of uh, Schmodown? <laughs> I like, remember that. How, like what was the it, it would be questions would be like 
how much money did Prince of Persia make in its opening weekend? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that was like a season one and two questions like that. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> That's bonkers to me. Uh, so but, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, again, I got Paul on. And we're good. The only other, like, the, when you look at it, it makes more sense when you look at the rest of the roster because the only other option, obviously, Ace isn't going to be in a singles tournament. Obviously, I think Sean Gerber was more under geekdom. He was the he was big on MCU. I remember he had the MCU exhibition match that he won uh, last year. I don't know. Uh, he, I think he's in this one this year's as well. RB3 was the one possibility. Adam Slavik's more intergeekdom now, I think. You could throw yeah. him in there. Uh, Josh McCougar is the other one who you never know what you're going to get with Josh McCougar. He's going to either really shit the better or he's going to pull off some amazing upset. Although, I kind of feel like with Josh, I do find it that Josh McCougar will, his time for the major upsets is probably sliding by because it is a different league back mm-hmm. for, uh, from when he was pulling those upsets and like the Blue Fairy and things like that. Um, so with that in mind, I think, I think Frank Moran is a great fourth pick because he does have a lot of potential. Uh, he and he, this is a good chance to let him shine and see what he can do. So I I love this I love this picks Lewin, not just because you're in the in the chat or we're in the chat, but those are the I think those are the great choices made for him for them. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. Okay, I'll get ready to move on to the next one. Yeah. All right, who else we got here? Uh, we did swag. How about let's do the den? How about that? The den has chosen Rachel Silverstrini, James White, Paul Preston, and Tom. Now, with that in mind, mm-hmm. I think Paul, somebody, I forget, I was arguing with somebody. I don't know, was it you, Alex, or was it Danny? I thought Paul and Tom were both. Definitively, I, that didn't shock me at all that Paul and Tom were in there. But somebody was saying that they were surprised that Tom and Paul were in were in the, the singles tournament. I didn't know why. Yeah. Was it you that was I was fighting with on that? Definitely not me. Okay, then I don't know who was I was fighting with. Because to me, I'm um, like, that makes no sense to me. I think Paul and Tom were definitively in there. Uh, as far as their ones, Rachel is a great choice of Silver, Silver Stream. He's a good fan of the show, big friend. I'm a big fan of her. Um, she's also been one who's uh, just above the cusp trying to get over that notch, only losing to really uh, high, high level competitors. Um, and then the other question we have is that we had the big, I think it's the big drop off was not having Ben Goddard in there. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. And yet also not surprised that Ben wasn't there. Um, I do feel he is kind of, I have to get like the golden child thing for the den, but he was just in IG and maybe they also he just plans probably for him for the Williams tournament. So maybe he just needed that break to like, okay, we're not gonna put you in the singles tournament. You can study up for teams or whatever. So I, I can see a strategy to not having him be in singles. Well, I will also throughout that the Dent. I mean, Kate has shown before that she's wanting to. I mean, this is why Brandon Hannah ended up on the Burning Drew because she wanted to kind of spread the love out a little bit and get different people that's chances. True. And maybe that's part of what yeah. it is. I mean, I think that's maybe one of the reasons that James White is an attorney. Uh, he's been the golden boy. He's been wanting to date. That's who she traded for. Um, to see that as well. Uh, I, I am surprised because Ben Goddard, you want to ride him while he's hot kind of thing. You'll ride the, the inner, the, uh, rookie of the year status, keep it going. Um, but maybe that's, maybe he needs a break. Maybe he just needs to, uh, constant, like I said, concentrate just being on teams and everything else and kind of let him have his time and get other people another shot. Um, mm-hmm. but I, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, especially after his loss, uh, his IG loss, it was obviously a very frustrating match for him to be a part of. Uh, you know, 
it, I, he also like the events leading up to his match, uh, you know, against Parker was like crazy. He had like a crazy day. Um, he almost had to cancel the match and like had a forfeit because of like complications. His like Wi-Fi went out. His he had a something with his car. It was like a whole thing. There was a whole bunch going on that day. Um, so you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you know he much pretty one went like you know what i love being part of singles and everything but at the same time i just know i need a really hyper focus recenter especially after ig which can be so daunting yeah. uh going into that as a competitor um to be like hey i just really want to study and focus on something that's a little bit later um you know being part of teams again um because he's been he's been playing quite a bit of matches yeah <laughs> you absolutely know? He's played. He's earned. A, he's for his faction. He's won ten points, <laughs> which is more than like five factions. Yeah, exactly. Title and the in their entire like points for the <laughs> for whole year. So it's just like I remember his like end lines like he, where he was like, "Who? Well, who's the real winner here?" I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll fly in last minute to compete. Cock. Oh, I felt so bad That's for him. Good Lord. That's funny. Uh, he's got to deal with it. He's got to deal with the whole thing. I think. You know who I am surprised that wasn't in this? Yeah. I was surprised Paul, not uh, Paul, but Tom got in. And I really was really hoping uh, Vanessa or Alex Marzonio was going to get in. Over Tom? Yes. Yes. Really? No, the thing is, I... I I just heard like Tom, he's he likes being part of Schmodan and everything, but he likes that being part of a team in particular, not only just be, because he doesn't have to, I don't want to say you don't work as hard because that's not the case. It's just like a different dynamic. Okay. okay. Like, where, not, like, not, where it's not all him, where, yeah. So a different situation where the pressure is not on, all on you. So and you're I surprised probably, more. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you were saying you're surprised more that yeah. he was, he wanted, he wanted to be in the yeah. singles tournament. Not that yeah. she picked it's, him. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mean, no, he's a wonderful competitor pick. If he wanted to be in like, you get your ass in there. He's fantastic. I think he's amazing. Um, but yeah, I just heard that he feels more comfortable and more excited about the teams rather than singles. And not to mention Alex, Marzonia and Vanessa have been very vocal about how ex ex super excited to compete. So, yeah. That's true. That's true. Maybe I think Vanessa may be geared. Maybe, well, it depends on it. I guess the teams are already set for the debate. They're going to go with the Pride and Tom and mm -hmm. Paul. So, I don't know. Well, I'll so, have to yeah. see how it works. And but. also, Kate, she's been vocal about how she wants to put in more rookies. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. All right. Anything else further about the Den? All right. Yeah, the Den. We good? I think we covered it good. Okay. Let's move on then. How about uh, the Burning Droogs or possibly the Knights of Ken, as I hope they change it. <laughs> uh, see, I don't know how much Ken has been involved in terms of picking the competitors, but we'll see how it goes. We had Bonnie Somerville, Alonzo Duralde, Whitney Seibold, and Jader, the Hurricane Paramo. Um, I think everybody's kind of a little bit surprised about Bonnie. I am a little surprised about Bonnie. Um, I feel a like little? she's more of an event person, like a more of a celebrity joke. Not, I don't say joke match, but she's more like the joke. fun time match I heard versus Brett Sheridan kind of thing. When you have people like JTE, yeah, when you have people like JT, it's got Mance on your faction, and then they're not 
in the tournament that I, that, I think this is, this was actually to me, I would have put JT in over anybody at that point, everybody, anybody else. I don't know anything about Rebecca McKendry though, but I don't know anything about her. So I can't really talk about her. So maybe she, maybe she's great and she should run it. In. I don't know. But with that being said, I mean, the other three, I'll say that they all seem to be spot on Alonzo, uh, Whitney and Jader. I have yep. no problem with those. But Bonnie, I'm surprised Warfather wasn't involved. Um, I, I really, uh, I'm not surprised that, um, uh, I honestly like JTE. I don't know if I would want him to play personally. Uh, right. Just because I've also heard that he is just Shmodan's a very different animal now. It is the audience have changed, the competitiveness has changed, and JTE is just one of those competitors that's not steady. He doesn't want to steady. He has his priorities are elsewhere, and that's totally fine. But he doesn't want to be part of Shmodan as it is today. I think he. Well, man, I don't know. Unless, it may be. Have changed, um, and I've maybe I've heard incorrect things. Oh, I would say over over Bonnie though. He even if he even the game has passed him by a little bit, he'd still be more of a, a threat than Bonnie would be. But what if he, he doesn't want to play? Period. That's true. I, I've I've heard. I know he's on the Gucci. He's been on the Gucci Verse show. I think he did want to play, as far as I know. Especially now that it's more, it's all virtual now or digital now. He doesn't have to fly to L.A. Yeah. After he's going to say he can, this is the time. This is the time he can play more than anything else. So he might as well use that if you're going to. But maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't want to play. And that's that's something I don't really know. I never asked him directly, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe and that that's the case. That would be the only reason that would make sense to me. But at the same time, at the same time, it's still he's not the only one. I I would have put in yeah. Scott Mance over him. I put in I don't know maybe more father. Mm. father more honestly more as much father. as I. Much they don't as much as you're really gonna think about mole now. I honestly think Brandon Hanna would probably be better in a singles tournament than Bonnie Somerville would be. <laughs> be Dude, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No directed Jess. All right, we're not gonna have that Hannah talking here. Just kidding. <laughs> that is part. She didn't know who directed Jurassic Park, man. I know. I know. So, I mean, and I'm not gonna knock her, but she's just it's not a I don't want to knock her, but because I hate knocking her. She's here for fun. She's not here to study and compete and earn points. That's again a very different animal. That's and it's fun. perfectly fine to be that way. It's really fine to have those kind of matches. I love those kind of matches. Some of those yeah. great matches before they had like uh, the Wild Berries versus like the uh, ETC. I think at one point all those kind. Of, it's just they're silly fun matches. They're good, but they're just it's not for the not the tournament singles tournament for me. That's all. <laughs> Um, I do know that Ben Rayner, you said, don't forget JT's a champion. He's also a champion that also, he's the reason why we have the JTE rule. So, <laughs> well, that's Again, not a bad thing. Was that was because he, he found a strategy that worked for him. That was, that was gameplay right there. It's just they I, realized that it's smart. gameplay and they got rid of it. <laughs> totally smart about it. And I'm like, you know what? If I had recognized that much needed <laughs> situation where to take advantage, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the uh, burning Drew slash Knights of Ken? Whatever. I want more Warfather. I just want more Wild Warfather. Uh, actually, I said that I said this in the break time. I almost wouldn't have minded Warfather as the uh, manager because he just could have come in and said, saying challenge. He would just come in and go, Huzzah! Huzzah! Exactly. <laughs> I love, I love he's just so cool, man. I mean, <laughs> he he's is. so chill, too. And he, he, has good choice in, he, he, he has good choices in beer. Mm-hmm. I was like, you and I. 
just has to be friends. Yes. And the opportunity for more war daddy jokes from Mark Ellis is always a plus as well. <laughs> yes, well, son. I'm into that. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, how about we uh, move on? We're good with moving on. Okay. How about moving on to the uh, the Finstock Exchange? Uh, Finstock. Bobby Gucci has chosen Mark Riley, the Barbarian, and this is where it gets kind of funky. And but makes sense. Uh, depending on the title, if John Roca or Dan Merle have the championship, then the one who does not have the championship mm-hmm. will be third. Then Sabrina Ramirez will be in the tournament. If Ethan Irwin is the champion after the after the whole little mini tournament or whatever, then both John Roca and Dan Merle will be in the tournament. Does that make sense? I think yeah. I'll, I'll let X's and O's, so to speak. Um, and quite it. quite honestly, I think this is pretty much exactly yep. what had to happen because Ben Bateman's not in the tournament definitively. It's already said because of where the he his match lies. His title shot is going to be sometime during the middle of the tournament. That being said, you got to give credit for Mark Riley. You got to have you got to have the Barbarian in there as the uh, pretty much the possible rookie of the year, potentially the rookie of the year uh, after. I mean, it's Goddard right now, and then I think then Barbarian and then Parker, depending on how the IG tournament goes. Um, but then and then you got to have Roca. You cannot not have Roca or Merle, and if they can both be in, so mm-hmm. I almost I almost hope Roca or Merle are the champions. I would like to see Sabrina Ramirez in the tournament. Uh, only partially because I have her in uh, my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, but uh, I do actually, I would love to see, I think that she's got a lot of knowledge of, I'm interested to see her play her play in the matches as well. So, but yeah, it makes sense to me. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. Almost exactly what I thought. Like it was hearing like the specific specifics of like, well, this person does this, and this for that, that I hadn't really kept got in my mind, of course. So now seeing it written down, it's like, okay, that totally makes sense. Excited to see where the chips may fall. Yeah. I am a kind of, I was kind of hoping I'm like, it's not, I know it's not going to happen, but I would love it if it did. I was like Cody Hall and Gray Jake. Those are the only two ones. I I love them both so much. Every time Cody Hall is on screen, he's just like a ball of light, whether it's in the Jurassic Park match or if it was like that match against Lon Harris and he almost beat him (laughs) by one point in overtime. Yeah. It was an awesome match. If you haven't seen that match, go watch it. It's great. And Gray Drake, she's phenomenal i love great i can't sleep on her as a competitor so. i don't i agree i do think i don't i don't remember where i heard that. i think believe that gray and, and cody were both pretty busy for the tournament anyway so it might have been a scheduling oh. thing as well i know um, cody's a he's like a baby he's a baby daddy his he uh, a baby daddy, yep <laughs> he's a very young i think son uh young son yeah. so i wouldn't be surprised yeah absolutely so with all that in mind that it probably gucci's strategies make complete sense to me um, so we'll have to find out what's uh, how that goes with the, uh, with the little mini tournament with Roka Irwin and then Myrtle, of course. So, all right. Uh, good. Are we good with that? We're good with Finstock. Yeah. All right. Let's move on down. Then we'll go down to corruption. Here we go. Corruption. Again, I think this one made a lot of sense to me. We got Adam Collins, the rookie sensation of the rookie sensation who drafted oh, or yeah. didn't draft. Picked her up, picked him up in the free agency period. So obviously he picked him up for a reason. Chance Ellison absolutely makes all the sense in the world. Marisol McKee, who we uh, we met, or I didn't actually have a chance to meet. You guys met her, met her. Yeah. And she's another rookie type sensation. I've heard a lot of good things about from the fan leagues, and she's going to make her debut. I'm happy to see that. Always happy to see some debuts. And finally, the interesting part was the Mike Kalinowski, which is to be decided because we don't know what the situation is with. A uh, guy and that match. Yeah, I forgot if he's going to play that match. If he's going to be involved in that mini side of that little mini tournament or whatever between him, guy, and uh, 
been in the number one contendership. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we're going to have to find out. I kind of almost had the feeling like, well, maybe not. I think Shannon made a good point. If you're going to put somebody in as a possibility, uh, you put Mike in there as the possibility because he's probably going to be the get to. If he if he decides mm-hmm. not to be in the tournament, he'll be in the – he's not mm-hmm. going to be in the, the guy match, then he will be in the tournament. Yeah. Um, but we have the other people who are left out because of this. Mark Edward Hoyk. I know. Elliot Dewberry. Um, let's see. Rick Ramos, who I don't know much about. Uh, Clee Wiggins, who we do know about. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Claudia, Claudia Dolph. So we do know a little bit about her as well. Um, I think all the ones that she mentioned all make sense to me. Um it does suck not to have Mark Edward Hoyk in there. I really wanted to see Mark Edward Hoyk in there, but I don't know who I'd place him with. Maybe Collins, but that's why he picked him up for some reason. Aerosol? I'm a lot more, okay. I'm very confident Adams as a competitor. I've mm. had, I have my competitors in my faction go up against him, and he's mm. fan flipping fantastic. Mm. I, he's so wonderful. He's a great guy. I love him to death. Um, I, he, and he's always also like super chill. Like as he's deceivingly chill. Mm. He comes up as this like California surfer dude. Like, hey man, how's it going? You know, yeah. like isn't it such a beautiful day? It's nice, hot up. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then suddenly he whips out this knowledge, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> and it's it's fantastic. I've like every single time I'm just amazed, and he's like almost perfect every single time. So I also but Marisol. I have she hasn't played in as many matches. I actually offered asked her to come join my faction, but by the time she, by the time she joined, I asked her to join. She's like, actually, they're gonna. They just told me they're gonna put me in the draft. So I was like, Shh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, because uh, <laughs> I she only played like a handful of matches at that point. So, but she's pretty amazing. Um, but Mark Quick, I I know he has gone through some personal stuff. Yep. Recently, yeah. So it makes sense. I I do love him, but I I, I makes complete sense. Uh, you know, given what's going on, for him to kind of wait be, to be saved for teams. That might be what it is. It might be that he's he's too tied up with personal things. I mean, that's why he's not coming to the tournament. So we'll have to find out what uh, what happens with that. Um, if that isn't the case, if that isn't the case, then I would think that he would be the one picked. Uh, if Mike doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. be the tournament, yeah. then that's my choice. Or Elliot. Elliot's always a, a long shot. I think that's he, he, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I think he's better than he ever he comes off at sometimes. We do we have the Dewberry named after him after all. Uh, <laughs> but do you remember how great he was when he was part of the experiment? He was good. He, he was, was good. good. He was he great. Good. He had like a perfect first round. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean yeah. I can't sleep on him as a competitor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Kelsey, anything you want to? Uh, just an agreement that I am super excited to see uh, Marisol and Adams in here. Like, it's great to see some rookies in the there because just I don't even know how to articulate my words right now. I just <laughs> I like this lineup right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's sort of expected, sort of not. I like what they have Shannon's chosen to do with it. Um, I am interested to see what happens with Kalinowski because I think as much as he's shining in IG. He could be shining like that in singles as well. Who knows? Maybe we can have an, another run at Mikey three belts. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see. Mikey two beers. <laughs> Rude. Rude. I like my name. I like my name. That's a good one. Yeah. You love, I love him. You know that. He knows yeah. that. 
and healthy yeah. half a shot. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on, we'll move on to the quirky marks. Uh, we have William the Beast Bibiani was we that was our good scoop. Uh, Brendan Meyer. Perry Nemiroff and Tim Franco. Uh, the first, well, Bibiani and Meyer to me were absolute no-brainers. That was, Same. I would have been shocked if it wasn't them. Tim Franco was also to me kind of a no-brainer because he doesn't get to play much because of his his location. But when he plays, he shows great trivia knowledge. So this is the perfect time to get him during the digital era. Um, where, where is he from? Arizona. Arizona. In oh, Arizona. Okay. Um, he doesn't get to drive out as much, uh, but he's been great. He's been great when he's been here. Uh, I am a little, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because they picked up Perry in the free agency time. Um, but I would think, um, I would think Haley Fouch would have been a better choice than Perry Nemiroff. I think Haley Fouch has shown a little bit more than Perry has. Yes. Um, We'll have to see what Perry can do. Maybe Perry's situation. I know Perry is very competitive, and that's actually why she stepped away because she was kind of sick of losing <laughs> and she didn't want to want to play anymore. So maybe she's ready to come back and kick ass. But if it was me, if I was Koi, I would have chosen Haley Fouch probably. Um, yeah. And then Greg and, and John Humphrey are also both potential. They're going to be a rejects, but they're probably going to save them maybe for the tag team tournament or whatever, maybe. John Humphrey, he's uh, only, he's labeled on the faction roster being part of uh, IG and teams, not single. Oh, okay, maybe that's all it is then. That's fine. Uh, but also, alternatively, I don't know if this is. I, I feel like this is just incorrect, not just up to date or something, because Greg Galba is only listed on, under teams. Oh, obviously, so, it's not a date. Yeah, because yeah, he definitely did the IG, <laughs> like an older version. Um, so yeah, so forget that part. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree with you, Haley Fouch. I feel like she's fantastic. Um, you know, I, I really, really want to see more from her. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, low-key, I do feel like this is probably the most well-rounded faction. Um, foursome. Uh, yeah, foursome picks, for sure. Um, compared uh, To me personally, compared to everyone, Perry, personally, that, that, this is just my picks, as far as, like, well-rounded. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just challenging. I'm throwing it out there. How about Finstock Exchange versus them? Because mm -hmm. the Finstock Exchange is pretty well-rounded, too. Just throwing it out there as a potential. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying they're, like, a bad group or anything. It's just, to me, they're just more, much more well-rounded group. Um, and not to mention, I really love that, you know, the that there is, you know, rookies in there that – and I consider I consider personally Perry a rookie, um, even though she's not technically a rookie. Um, she's played quite a bit. <laughs> and, you know, like, in, like in the second season, second, third, and fourth season. But, I mean, it's just been a while uh, since she's competed. Oh. And, like, she said, she said to me, she's like a rookie into this – into the, the world of uh, Shmodan as we know today. So, I mean, she was part of just a very different world, you know. I hear that, I guess, yeah. Shmodan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Smith was the other potential, but Kevin Smith wasn't going to be in the tournament anyway. We knew that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho are not going to be in tournaments. That they're going to have their yeah. own special. Gotta thing save on. them for something special. So, mm -hmm. all right, and yeah, my view is I wasn't surprised by anything other than Perry as well. I had Haley as my bet, and so I'm hope I'm hoping that means Perry. Maybe Perry's been studying and brushing up on things, and is raring to go. Maybe she'll surprise us and be super impressive. Mm -hmm. But from past tape, I was I thought Haley was going to be that spot. Well, potentially, maybe this is again we're going to be always thrown out there. Maybe it's a scheduling thing. Maybe Haley couldn't do it. Could and we don't know that. that as well. So always throw that out there. You never know. So yeah, they're like best friends too. The witch <laughs> hour is so good. They're so good. Oh my gosh, so good. Thank you, everyone. So Cheryl, yeah. thank you, Cheryl. Uh, let's see. Uh, moving on to the next faction. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the rock stars is what I have next in here. We got Jeff Snyder, Mark Andreco, David Del Rio, and Jim Vavida. I'm glad I could say that name finally, Vavida, because I always stumbled yeah. over it. Um, I will say that this was a very interesting one for me. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a no-brainer that they were going to have uh, Andreco and Jeff Snyder. Yep, they were. I figured they were going to be in. That was definitive. Um, I think Jim Vavida is a good pick. I like because I think he has had he has shown that he has a lot of depth of knowledge. He struggles more in the gameplay aspect of it still. Um, but the big question I had was, no, where is Stacy Howard? Yeah, that's the one that I was surprised. I was kind of shocked not to see Stacy on there because she's just when she hits, she hits hard, and I feel like she could have been really solid in the singles tournament. So I was interested to see she wasn't there. Especially hot off her awesome win against Zipper. That was such a great match. Still my personal favorite match of the year. Um, I know that's a hot take compared to with everything going on in Star Wars and everything going on. But I, I love Stacey Howard is one of my favorite competitors in Shimodan of all time. She not only she's underrated, she's not used enough. Um, but also, you know, I mean, like you said, you know schedules stuff like that i would i totally understand if things can work out and she has to be only in teams you know for the rest of the you know season but who knows um i will say both i mean i like i said jeff snyder mark and jaco were the the the, the two so okay. it comes down to the three the three choice of being del rio favorita and stacy del rio actually has shown a lot of potential in a yes. short amount of time Mm-hmm. Um, even though we lost runs, he, he didn't lose big and he was in it to the end. So maybe this is the idea of putting it. And then, of course, you know, I got to throw out there again. I keep throwing it out there. We don't know scheduling. There might be something behind yeah. the scenes that we don't know about. And that might be the reason why. Um, but overall, I do think any of those three are good, uh, are good choices. But I do think that it, might, it must not be a scheduling thing for Stacey. Otherwise, she would be in there. Unless Stacey wants to concentrate on teams and be the second team, possibly. Yeah. Um, I, I do think David Del Rio, um, he's, uh, I think his record is like one and one or something like that. Mm-hmm, I think it is. Something along those lines. I know he's definitely won one and he's lost one, but I don't know if it's how specific it is. Oh, wait. He's, um, one, and, he's one and two. He beat Whitney Seibold, lost to oh, Liz wow. Shannon Miller, wow, but then okay. lost, lost to Paul Preston. So he's lost against Paul Preston. <laughs> Those are... <laughs> If you're going to lose to yeah. someone, that makes sense, all things considering. Um, I do feel like considering her roster, I feel like this is the, aside from Stacy, this is like the best combination of competitors that you can get. Because, you know, looking at it, um, looking at the her potential, her, the other potential singles. Let me see if I, can, I remember. No, uh, uh, it's Alex Damon, who's not going to be there. Uh, it's Jared yeah. Habon who kind of flirted yeah. with it a little bit, but he's not that great. Yeah. Adam Gertler, I know, is too busy. She mentioned yep. that on her podcast that yeah. he had some restaurant issue, and I don't know, he owns a restaurant. It's been yeah. whatever. Uh, Josh Gavito, Star Wars, and Chris Jericho is not going to be in the. Uh, he's not going to be in a tournament. So that was exactly. it. It was those three yeah. for the final two spots. Yeah. So I think literally this is the best combination that she could get right now. She could have hoped for absolutely. Thank you, Ben, for the super chat, Ben Rayner. I would have swapped Jeff for Stacey Howard, save Snyder for Mark and save Snyder and Mark for teams. Stacey needed to gain some experience. Surprise, Roxy made this choice, in my opinion. That would have been interesting 
interesting taking uh, Snyder out of the singles tournament. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think I agree, only because Snyder has ha- he's ha- he's been in a title match before. He did lose to Oyama, but he yeah barely lost to Oyama, and he could he was close to being a champion. So I don't I think it, the kind of guy he's with his again I'll go back to that husband word. He got that husband. He he can play Cajon. against anybody. Cajones, it's testicular fortitude. He can testicular uh, fortitude. He can put uh, that on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He could uh, play against anybody. So I, I do like Jeff Snyder. I think I would have put Jeff and Mark both in there myself. I also still remember when he loses, it's not a big loss. Like when he went against Ethan Irwin, holy crap, that match was great. Oh, it came down to the five-pointer, and it was fantastic. And also – Nikes. Every like every he plays consistently well. He's one of those competitors. Like he doesn't have a bad match. Right. Like 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 Stacy Howard. I love her, but that's her big thing. She's it's a hit or miss kind of situation. You're not entirely sure where you're gonna go with Jeff. You know he's gonna do well, but how well he's gonna be? So that's the big thing. That's the that's the gamble. So. I will say he has had one bad match, and part of that is his mental thing. Remember the, his giving up match against Bibiani? That was pretty shitty of him. But considering that what was, was going a, on, I mean, that makes sense. That was There's a one-time a thing, and he's worked out since Roxy's been his manager. He's been better at that, so hopefully that'll never happen again. But I feel like that's got to mention it. That does potential to happen. But, yeah. So, all right. Anything else on the Rockstars? Anybody sat with that? Mm-hmm. I think we're good. Oh, Great. Okay. All right. We got two more. Two more factions. We got the Dungeon. We got Drew Grant, as was broken on Chilled Action. We got Vinny Mancuso. We got Eric Zipper. And we got Andres Galagos. Well, this pretty much is what I would think it would be. Um, Because they're built for IG. They are built for IG. So Drew Grant is great. Uh, she's a mm-hmm. good choice. Eric Zipper has made his way in his choice. Andres Galagos, who we know uh, is a friend of Eric of Nerd Chronic. I've heard, I've had a lot of talks with him myself off there. He definitely is knowledgeable. I'm very happy to see him make it. He actually writes sometimes, helps write questions for uh, Video Chronic, I believe it is as well. Uh, he's going to write, I think she was going to write a cr- the Crow question. They live, they, they live together. Yeah. At least, I don't like all of them. Eric, uh, yeah. Eric uh, Galagos and Drew, and I think one other person. Yeah, they all live together. Right. So it's a full on uh, dungeon household. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the only question, questionable person would be uh, Adam Wet. Why wouldn't Adam, we wouldn't Adam Wet in? But uh, again, I don't know who you, who you put over. You put him over Zipper, you put him over, I mean, want Galagos to play, Mancuso. And Drew Grant's got the character and the husband to kind of get through. So I think she could be there as well. Yeah, that's um, my thing. I want to see Adam. Wait, any excuses anymore, Adam? I'm not going to turn down because he's a joy. But I also don't necessarily know where I would re- put him. You know what I mean? Like who I would replace him with. Yeah, he's never played in a singles match, has he? I don't remember him in a singles. I don't remember him in teams. Adam what? Star Wars, of course. Yeah. Um, I thought, didn't he play? I think he's, I think he's just in team. It has yeah. been in teams at that point. But Let me double check. And I thought he did. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought he did one. Where was he? Um, no, it was just Star Wars. Never mind. It was just Star Wars. He was in the free for all. He's in 2019. He's in the free for all. I I did a uh, video chronic match with him once. Right. Um, it, it was over Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I mm-hmm. think that's a brag, but <laughs> um, he's 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 a uh, wit. 
obviously he's so he's so awesome dude i love adam he's just amazing in every single way adam i want more of you mm -hmm. more, all love. the time all the time he's so funny um love adam what he's he did mention that his schedule for the next few weeks is crazy jam-packed okay. with projects um so i i don't know i i wonder if he was offered um but he's just he's just not available because he he just mentioned yeah i doing everything he does he just mentioned that his schedule's crazy at that time but he couldn't go into specifics but maybe he was lying who knows who knows okay um but yeah I, I do think this is also um ace he's been very vocal about how he cannot wait to get in um he was like actively campaigning to uh you know be drafted to some capacity but also Vinny. Yo. By Ace, what? did you mean Owen? Ace, who you, when you say Ace, who are you talking about? I think oh, Galagos. Andres. Okay, yeah. Andres. Yeah, okay. Andres. Yeah, he, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Drew and I call him Ace as well. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, for, through Cinebias. Um, but, yeah. So, but Vinny, um, yeah, he's crazy knowledgeable. Like, casual knowledge is bonkers. But Vinny Mancuso, dude. He played that match, that single, that that, that team match against uh, against the Pride, and that was a great flippant match. He shows like he has some, he knows what he's doing, and I yeah. appreciate that. He says he's strategizing already, and so I'm really excited to see him. Yeah, I am too. I very much so am. Uh, the only other questions we had were Brittany Young and Rick Hong, you know, the other Tom, as they say, and. Uh, yeah, Brittany, it was like, I, I never even, I I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> no, schedule-wise. I want more of her because she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I just know realistically her schedule makes sense. to work. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Maybe teams. Never know. That'd be dope. Dope. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, anything else further about the, uh, the dungeon? No. Um, okay. Yeah, that's it. All right, then the last thing we got is the usual suspects. We got Sabrina Graves, Matt Atchity, Robert Montano, and then Ethan Irwin if he's not champion, and Jen Camp, Jen Kemp if he is champion. Which means no Andrew Guy. No Andrew Guy. No Janine, no Janine, the machine. And no Doug Benson. That's not a surprise, though. He's got one of the more celebrity-type people. They tend to not be in the tournaments. Mm -hmm. But Guy and Atchity are a little I, – I, I, I think – I mean, I'm sorry. Guy and Janine. Janine is definitely the more surprising to me. If, only, right. if you've watched the action streams here and there, it does seem like Andrew – first of all, Andrew is not – he loves teams more than he loves uh, yes. singles anyway. And also, he's involved in that whole possible uh, number one contender match, match anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it might be a fact. He's like, he might already be doing that. So why even bother doing it either way? So I think he's gonna. That's gonna be his shot at the turn at the title. And if he doesn't get that, he's like, fuck, I'll just do teams. I, um, I honestly thought right. there might have been like a, a very how they were talking about with the exchange. You know, it was like if this happens, then you, we're gonna put this person in. So I kind of thought like, oh, if. Uh, Andrew Guy hypothetically did this like a like a TBA kind of situation. Like Sabina would be his would be in there, mm -hmm. but if, if he you know, but 
yeah, I'm surprised that he wasn't even in the conversation as potential competitors considering. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, so if we had to knock out Guy and say that was the reason why he wasn't going to do it, um, Janine is a big question mark. I don't know if she wants to be in teams maybe. Maybe she wants to concentrate on teams after the IG tournament. Maybe that's what it is. Otherwise, I would put Janine – if I was looking to purely maximize my points, I would put Janine over Sabina Graves, um, who's okay. I just don't have enough game play on her. I think mm-hmm. Janine has more – uh, it's definitely gameplay knowledge, if nothing else, and she's a very smart competitor as well. Um, but the other three, that that's where I would go. Matt actually is a shoe in for me. He's got the knowledge he can do it. Robert Montano is crazy good. I think he's just yeah. he's hasn't had a chance to really do much outside of late to the party. Yeah. But I like to see him. He definitely has knowledge. Um, match. What was that? Him and Vanessa have neither one of them played singles. So I, believe I think they were in the free for all. I believe that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, Maybe. I'm not even sure that's even true, to be honest with you. But I thought they were in a free-for-all. Let's see. Yeah, yeah they, they were. were a free-for-all. Two, sure. two free-for-alls, actually. So, okay, he was in two free-for-alls. Uh, but the other question, and then there's Cameron Rice. I don't know what Cameron Rice actually – is he in the singles the tournament guy? I don't know what he would be. So that's the other person. So I can't really comment on him and where whether or not they should put him in there. So I think Janine is the one that's the big question, I get to me. Um, hopefully, I agree. Sabina – Shows why uh, she's put in the tournament for maybe she'll show why uh, Sam is a brilliant man. Maybe I don't know what to say. What yeah. do you guys think? Yeah, I'm exactly with you. Janine was the bit the big one. I was surprised to see not in there. I she's such a strong singles competitor, and also any excuse to see Janine compete, I'm not going to turn down. So yeah. I'm like, I was kind of bummed not to see her in there, but I'm sure there's reasons. <laughs> and I'm, who knows? Maybe it means she's prepping for an awesome team's run, which would be awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, otherwise I think it's awesome. Pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Coach Wit, I guess, is getting Drew zip in the ice, picking the ghost ready for this tourney. Okay, all right. Maybe it's, I mean, maybe Wit just wants to coach, help help guys out. I get that. That makes sense. That's that makes real. sense. No. Having a competitor on deck in the faction to help you, it's it's, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. Um, I do think when it comes to um, the usual suspects, I, I'm honestly I'm kind of looking not surprised that she wasn't picked. Not to, she's obviously an amazing competitor. It's just I know that you know what I, I did. I I think it was like mentioned in the chat as well. I I heard that prior that she declined singles, um, in Janine. March. But yes, Janine. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, so I, I kind of had in my mind for a bit now that she, yeah, be. and yeah, and that she declined, and I had in my mind for a few weeks now that she's not going to be competing, but. Um, but also, I mean, like looking at the the roster, the potential competitors, you know, Cameron Rice, you know, Doug Benson, you know, I mean, I, honestly, I, I think this is like the the only options you have, realistically, honestly, as well. Yeah, makes sense. Actually. So, so at the end of the day, when you look at all the entire selections, there weren't that many Surprise. shocking or surprises. Um, and- Except for Stacey. Stacy was the was the big one, and if Janine did decline singles, and that's probably the the big one. So, mm-hmm. other than that, I think we're ready to go. I want this to uh, start soon. Yeah, <laughs> I want this to start. I can watch this to start. Today. I don't know. Do we have any? We have to have the bracket. Hopefully, the bracket will be announced soon, and then we can start speculating again. We'll have another whole lot of speculation show based on uh, the matches we get to see these play these people play against, or the seeds go and anything else. But we got to get to the tournaments first, of course. The IG. Mm-hmm. And of course, Erwin and oh, we got we should. I'm gonna touch base on those. We got the the announcements of the matches. I don't have Erwin and Roca. Oh. Um, 
That's coming up uh, the 31st. Mm-hmm. Got it. There you go. 31st, Roku versus Irwin, and then uh, Winter Facing Merle, of course. And then Final Exam versus Deep 13. That's going to be a good match, too. That's a great undercard. That's going to be a That's good, a great solid, undercard. fun match. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see that. So, um, I don't know. And Ben, I don't know. I don't think that I don't think that's true. That's true. Uh, just think it's not. They're not in the tournament. I think you might get them. I think you might get them spectacular type I, thing. Spectacular, being, I think, is where they're being saved for. Whether it's live or not, I think spectacular is where we'll see them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, considering who they are, they're not exactly people that we can um, we can just casually schedule in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. We have to play in, in months. Yeah, months in, in advance. Months in advance. <laughs> So, yeah, so my money's on spectacular, though. You just have to be con- consider their intense schedule. Exactly. And let's get ready to talk about on podcast, which I love those guys. So that's where she said that I missed I might have missed that. I didn't miss that interview. Oh, I haven't gotten to check it out yet. But I will go take a listen because I do like them and Janine. So we'll do that soon. So. And also, they're an amazing podcast. So go check them out if you haven't had the chance yet. Love Shuggy. Love shuggy, Justin shuggy, Hambone. Shuggy, 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 shuggy. Fuck Ferris. Shuggy, 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 but I love Ferris too, so it's okay. I, I, we always say fuck Ferris as a uh, term of endearment. Whiskers is fun. Whiskers is fun. Exactly. Or a weenie. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with that. He's a weenie. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other match that was announced too in yes. August Smets versus Chandru and the Woo! Pride versus Final Exam or Deep 13. There you go with that. So. Uh, I- that's. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I apologize. No, that's fine. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. Ladies first. Go ahead. I am low key more excited for that other match than the IG match. Really? I teams is my favorite league. It is league division tomato tomato the same thing. But I just going back to that. Let me bring up that thing again. Bring it up. Bring it up. I love final exam and deep thirteen so much. I also love the pride so much. <laughs> so, and Smets, Smets is amazing. Chandru also amazing. But the teens division is my favorite. So hard, so hard. Okay. And uh, not meant. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking IG forward to. Right Ig is amazing. I have missed Smets. Seeing Smets play oh. so much all year long. So I want to see Smets take out Chandru. Chandru's fine, but Smets is my boy. Oh, Smets is my ride. He's my ride, ride or die kind of boy. I mean, love that boy so much. Um, Smets is wrong word. Subscribe Chandru. Chandru is fine. I mean, Chandru's a nice guy. He's a good, he's a friend of the podcast. I like talking to him, but Smets is my boy. He's my boy. I'm not doubting that. Smets is amazing in every single way. I love Smets, but fine is the word you want to go with. Interesting. I stand by it. Interesting. Oh, in, the, in the words of my grandma, uh, ja. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You got to be careful. You got to be careful that that. that. Uh-uh. Fair enough. It's okay for me to say that. That's fine. That's, I'm doing my grandma. My That's my. I'm impersonating my grandma. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, yeah. But I want Smets. I want Smets so bad. I want to see Smets more than Roko wants Damon's ass. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm going to clip that <laughs> fast. <laughs> what time is it? 1.30? I'm going to say it's 1.33. <laughs> 
Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Yeah. I'll never bet. I'll never bet against Smiths. Never will bet against Smiths. Paul's ass. Mm, Paul's ass. Now we're talking about my ass. All of a sudden. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do a little grabby motion. Now you're grabbing my ass. I don't know if Lucas is gonna like this. This is not. No, this is going in bad little, places. Like. <laughs> A little grabby motion. I'll look. <laughs> wow. That's that's how much you want. Wow. Oh, that was like lobster claws. Looking at that. A little lobsterish. Yeah. Little like yeah. Oh, wait, I didn't know my ass looked like that, but okay. I'm gonna do. Wait, what's that crab from SpongeBob now? Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> Shnikes. Yeah, it's a, it's a crab now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Welcome we have to just, uh, lesson. <laughs> this has gone off the rails all of a sudden. Okay. All right. Are we ready to move on crab. to it's more of a, our next yeah, segment? Which is not the art hour. <laughs> My ass became a crab. Okay. I love it. It's, it could have been worse. It could have had crabs. So we became a crab. We're back. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying too. That's yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Here. That's what what we're doing here on C2A tonight. Uh, oh boy. Thank you. All <laughs> right. Well, moving on to our next segment, if you guys are ready. It is called the network. We talk about all the cool, awesome shows. I really need to update that graphic. We don't even have half those shows anymore. That's uh, true. We have a lot <laughs> of changes all... coming up we're throwing in there. So uh we've got yeah. all the graphics in there, but yeah, we'll work on things. But yeah, call network shows that we have upcoming this week, starting with tomorrow, Paul. I can't help it as they're dancing all the time. Just... So good. Yep. I got my chill music dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, love Koi. So love good. Koi. I can't wait to talk to Koi. He's going to be a great guest on the show tomorrow. I can't wait to talk to him about everything, Shmoo Down, and like comic books and everything else. So it should be lots, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so great. We're not saying you have to, that's up to you. Totally but there. Awesome. Is a reason why the uh, it is probably great. colors are what they are. If you look at the uh, where's the overlays here, like see that reason Almost why that's like it is. Weird. Weird, weird how that works. <laughs> anyway, do what on. you must. All right, and then later that week, Alex, do we have something planned for Schmobates this week. 
Yes, we do. Uh, this one right here has been begging for a schmo bait. And so I'm pretty excited to have that scheduled with him. I'm still in the process of uh, getting a co-host, but that's something I'm actively working on. So no, no confirmations yet. Um, but Paul's going to be going up against an Alan Smithy, a huge Star Wars fanatic, but also director. So I'm excited that he's no afraid of debating stuff on camera, being part of the generals as well, done into the generals debate a handful of times. And so he's pretty fantastic. But also Paul, he's okay. You know. I'm ready to crush him. That's, that's okay. Let's let's calm down now. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be really fun. But also, it's gonna be a Star Wars tourney themed debate. So all questions are gonna be related to the Star Wars tournament matches. So it's gonna be real fun. Um, now, th this whole thing. But I'm kind of curious. Who do you guys want to see as my co-host? But please give me ideas. I would really love that. If it has nowhere to see him cause. Mm. I'm going through and I need someone to do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. We could we'll uh, figure yeah, out. yeah, we'll figure out. Maybe Ace, maybe. We've had a lot of fun with him. We could do I feel bad. I would love to have Ace back on, but I'm also we're uh, Drew and I were trying to get him on Tuesday for a Bond episode of Cinema Bios. She's never seen a James Bond movie, which I'm like Wow. Yeah. So in Ace, we, yeah, we, we just learned fr from him for the, you know, from the breakdown the other day, he loves James Bond movies. So I, I was just like, yeah, we should see about possibly getting him on. I miss it to Kalinowski, but unfortunately he's not available. Yeah, but, go. but you never know. Could yes. Andrew or even, or Nikki, if she's around too. That's another one. Uh, oh, uh, Andrew and Nikki. Or both. Oh, Demi. Love Demi. Love me some Demi. She's awesome. And Andrew's also awesome. So. <laughs> All right. Well, while you work on that, oh, all you do oh. is say James Bond, and that's going to pop right up. Yes. Are you are you a big James Bond person? Oh yes. Oh yeah. I don't know. I have no clue. I never knew that he oh, is. Oh yeah, he is Dude, the biggest. He's in the. He's in, yeah. <laughs> looking for Bond. I'm going to talk to you very soon about possibly coming on some bias. Just giving you a heads up. Are you available on Tuesday? This Tuesday. <laughs> Please, please. We're having available. negotiations in our chat during in the live chat. show. I love Are it. you available right this now? High quality <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> That's a good question. This is something I ask her all the time. I ask her that all the time, just so you know, Tim. So it's not just you. I don't Venus know. Is actual. <laughs> I don't know, dude. There you go. There you go. So I do. Come on now. Come on. I can't wait for the Bond match. I've been waiting. I've been pushing for that Bond, uh, the Bond uh, exhibition match that he's involved I, in for a long time. It's been. It was filmed a while it, ago. It's filmed. That's true. Keep yeah. trying to get it. I, I have money on Tim Franco, so I'm hoping that he came through for me. So was <laughs> no. I, I mean, was he, I? Did he compete in it? I assume he competed, so. Based yeah, on it was him, him, KO. Uh, I don't. I remember um, Gilmore. Uh, and, yeah, I remember Gilmore. Emma was announced, but she ended up dropping out. Mm. Um, but Kalinowski, obviously, um, for some reason, in my head, that Brad, it was Brad Gilmore was definitely. I don't I remember know. Brad. But yeah, dude, I don't blame you though for not knowing that you were you're like a you know like a Bond. I was didn't watch our show, our show episode. Yeah, clear, or lots of episodes alive because we <laughs> we talk about it all the time. <laughs> I'm on like every other episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's scheduled to air in November. Fine. I mean, it was, 
Bec- was because Bond was pushed back to November originally. I think that was the idea. They're going to push it when the new Bond film came mm-hmm. out. They're going to do the Bond exhibition match. Oh. That's what the original. I didn't know it's probably pushed back now. They're probably like, well, we already have scheduled for November now. It. So. Mm-hmm. Is the Bond movie even coming out in November? Still? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. But they just figured there's, they might as well just keep it there okay, at that we'll point because it it's already. Said, yeah, there's going to be so. We're going to have like four matches a week for the next few weeks. So, so mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. a lot of content. Indeed, so. indeed. They'll save so. it for like three years from now or something. Remember that one time? That's very true, too. That is very true. That is that is fact. Bond and melt movies. <laughs> oh, I knew about melt movies, Tim. Oh. I knew about that. That too. That is true. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew about those two things. <laughs> I remember what I, I remember do uh, watching you a little bit with the. Um, you also told me what a melt movie was. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm, yes, it I is. Thought were, I thought it was like slime movies or something, <laughs> but you were like, no, this is a whole category of slime melt movies. Um, and I watched a little bit of, uh, Tim, you were with uh, the Cinefanatics. Fanatics, that's right. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. The Stuff, I think it was one of the big movies that we were talking about. But yeah. Were they like trying to tell like yogurt grossness and everyone's eating it? <laughs> Melt right. movies. All right, and then later in the week we will have episodes of breaking uh, breaking down matches as they come out. I guess we'll have to probably have two this coming week. What as we said earlier with Parker joining us for one of them, and that will be pretty awesome. So keep an eye out for that. And then of course live on Sundays. There may be some changes to live though, so keep an eye out. We, we've got some we've got some ideas bubbling. Some format shift, maybe a little bit. We're going to find out. Uh, what is a melt movie? I've asked you that in a couple. <laughs> some people in the question have asked that. A melt movie is basically any movie that features like really gratuitous or like really disgusting, horrific melting of like the human body into like, puddles of goo, gelatinous substances. It's like a horror subgenre of sorts. Sci-fi, sci-fi horror thing. Yeah, pretty much. But it's basically body melting stuff. But do you want to mention an example? I don't know about Jack Frost. I don't think Jack Frost is, is technically <laughs> melted. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a solid question there, Ryan. That's a solid question. <laughs> that's a solid question. Franco, can you like clarify this? Is Frank Jack Frost a melt movie? <laughs> uh, uh, Raiders uh, of the Lost Ark, the Indiana Jones movie. Theoretically, there's a cool scene where he's like, Wah! and he mm-hmm. like melts away in a matter of like five seconds kind of mm-hmm. thing. That's I don't know oh. if I would call it a melt movie, but it's definitely a melt scene. And no, it's not a bad movie. It's a B movie. A B movie can be good for various reasons. So. Oh, B movies can be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not going to be Oscar award winning movies usually, probably. You're right. But, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Mute Alex for two minutes, Team Lucas. Well, it was a super chat, so I guess I have to do so, right? <laughs> we're trying we're trying she has too much power <laughs> there's a reason why <laughs> there's a Brittany's a favorite <laughs> sorry not Brittany I don't want to say Brittany sorry Bethany sorry I tried I tried, favorite. I tried. Favorite. I tried. she's I tried. better <laughs> superior in every way <laughs> There you go. The ultimate milk movie is street trash. Just watch the melting movies. Are rough. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it is pretty it is a little rough. I feel like if you're gonna make a melt movie as a director, it's probably like there's so much you must have like a, such a genuine love for the genre because it's so difficult to do. Right. 
know? <laughs> like it's so purposeful, you know, it's, it's not something you can just, you can't ha casually have a melt scene or a melt plot. <laughs> no, it's like a thing, you know, unless you're Spielberg, but still, you got to oh, want it. Exactly. So, oh, well, uh, anyway, is that all of our, uh, I think that's everything we have scheduled at this point upcoming. If we have any new stuff coming out, we'll keep you posted on social media. So make sure you're following us everywhere. Mm -hmm. We'll plug more stuff later. But mm -hmm. moving on to our last segment of the night, questions from the chat. Please send in your questions, Schmodown related or not. Uh, Streamlabs and Super Chats do take priority, but get your questions in and we will answer them. You will definitely answer them. It could be Schmodown related. It could be, you know, anything you want. Ask anything you want. So we're not, if we don't answer, we'll skillfully dance and deflect if we want to. But otherwise, we'll answer anything, pretty much anything. Very skillfully dance and deflect. So let's see. Hello, baby. Hello, mama. No, 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 no. There's no man in the movie. A melt movie. I don't know. Again, that's one of those good questions you have to ask. Is heavy metal considered melt? I don't know, Tim. What do you think about that? I mean, having metal considered melt. Uh, Has a movie? Have you, you never heard of the movie Heavy Metal? No, I'm confused. Ooh, that's uh, there's a movie <laughs> called Heavy Metal. It's hard to explain. I think you just have to go watch it. That's it's not helping when you say stuff like that. Dude. <laughs> it's a cult classic. Um, You're talking to a girl that hasn't seen any Lethal Weapon movie or even Terminator. How am I going to see this random clip? Like, this is not common knowledge, my dude. I mean, you know what I really gotta do? I got to do? I watched Blade Runner yesterday for the first time. So I, I have to get a gif. I, I have to get a gif. I have to get a gif of Padme saying you're breaking my heart, but because of Obi Wan. Because of what you Daddy Wan. Yeah. TikTok. Daddy Wan. Daddy Wan. All right, we're going with that. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we've got any else. Brandon Buck, Brandon Buckingham. Do we think we'll have anything on Twitch for the rest of the year for MTS? Uh, I don't yeah. know. I think successfully as the Star Wars show went, especially that last match when there was like 11, 12,000 people watching yeah. at one point, I think they've seen that it's a market that they definitely tap into and get some growth from. I'm sure at least some of those new people are now interested in the showdown, you know, and that's awesome. Hopefully, so. Yeah. Fingers crossed a lot of new fans. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see like the, the teams tournament on Twitch or whatever. Maybe like a singles on YouTube teams on Twitch or something like that. Like possibly. I don't know what to say. Um, and they definitely at least have exhibitions or something. It's something because they, they like the they like the avenue. And I think Skybound likes the avenue. So I think that's a definite uh, yeah. plus for them. I so. wouldn't be surprised if like the first and second match or so would be pre-recorded. Mm -hmm. Just because there's a lot of mm -hmm. risk factors involved. They probably a few kinks I would want to work out. Because it is like it is teams in particular virtually oh, yeah. especially difficult to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if they would want to work out a few kinks first before do, going on Twitch then. You know what? I take it back. I, I, I assume you could do, I mean, you can do pre-recordings on Twitch, but why would you, I guess? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you're yeah. probably right. But they I'm have right. done. They have done that before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh, let's see. Ryan Cameron predictions for this week's upcoming quarterfinal matches. We did do that earlier, um, but we'll do it again. I predict... Uh, Parker over Chance, and I predict uh, 
Kalinowski over Zipper? I predict Kalinowski over Zipper and Chance and Parker. I'm super, super down the middle on. I guess I'll vote Parker if I had to pick one, but I'm like 50-50 on that. Okay. Um, Kalinowski. I want to say confidence level absolutely is, you know, Parker, but I'm just to be contrarian. I'm going to go with, you know, chance now <laughs> just to go <laughs> just because I can, because, you know, surprise, it's me. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. Uh, but I, obviously I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously he'd be knocked out of Park Parker, obviously. Right. Yeah. Tavishka Productions, can we super chat to mute Alex again? I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, our best. You're giving exactly. us money. No, get to donate at least twenty dollars in Streamlabs, not super chat. Twenty dollars. We were saying twenty dollars. Dollars, and you can mute me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, just for the record, Tavishka, if you donate even a dollar, I'll give it a shot. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll block Paul. I'll make sure you get coming ever again. James Payne, if you were seeding the tourney, what are the top four C's? Oh, that's asking. I have to bring up the whole thing again now. Oh, that's a hard question to ask. I'd have to really do some research on them before I give it. So off the top of my head, the top four C's. What do you mean? You know what a seed, you know what a seed is? No. A seed is like it's an attorney usually have like the number one C's versus the number. Like there's 36, you rank them number one, two, no, one, three, two, four, five, six, oh. seven, eight. So oh. one will face like the... Yeah. Top top oh. rank seed will be like the lowest rank seed. That's usually how it works in transfer oh. style. So basically, you basically want to know who who your top four player. If you got to see the top four players in the tournament, who would they be? I think you got to go with the again without knowing it, Merle or Roka got to be up there considering they will be in a championship match. Yeah. Um, Ethan, I, Ethan. If if Ethan is in it, he'd be in there as well. Um, I, if he's in there, um, I think he'd be top, one of the top ones. But also, depends on who is there. Yeah. Bibbs is probably, I think Bibbs would be closer than Oyama to me, but I think Bibbs and Oyama would be other ones as well, yes. And then maybe Barbarian is made his way up there, but not quite yet. So I guess that would be it. It would be Dan. Depend, it all depends on the, the outcome of the tournament. Why are you putting my ass up on screen again? <laughs> Hello, baby. Hello, mama. I'm going <laughs> to grab this ass. Nice. nice. All right. Hi, Quaddy. Maybe I like grabbing ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I, it's just one of those moods. I apologize. Yeah. Lucas, I'm sorry she wants to grab my ass, but I mean, uh, we'll have to, to keep your hand. You know, we gotta keep this when you go to live events. Just, just watch yeah. out, okay? Yeah. yeah, we'll do our best to keep each other yeah. apart for safety. Keep apart, okay, for safety reasons. <laughs> I mean, those are claw hands. So I mean, like, right. really up here. John Lestrina hashtag. That's my favorite queen Why song. is Killer Queen the best queen song? That's your favorite queen song too. That's, That's my, my favorite uh, queen song too. It's one of Kim's favorites as well. It's one of my favorites. It's not my it's absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. But the reason why is because of Brian May's guitar. Because he makes it sing. It's, um, it's, it's, it's an amazing solo. That's why. But also because Freddie is an amazing writer. So that's why. Oh, he, <laughs> man. His uh, voice. Oh, There's been, I mean, vocally, I don't, as far as I know, there's he as far as like I know there's like ridiculous conversations such as like best voice of all time in music history kind of thing. And I feel like that's obviously incredibly subjective. Like how do you judge that? You know, things like that. Obviously, so crazy difficult. Um, but seeing time, who's someone that I automatically think of when that conversation arises? 
Mercury. Freddie Mercury, number one on most people. A lot of people's list will have him at least in the top five, if not number one. He's definitely my favorite of all time, obviously. So um, he's a legend. He's a true legend. I miss him so much because he is amazing. He had the whole, he, he could write, he could sing, he could perform. I mean, he made Live Aid into like a, he made a 75,000 person stadium feel like a small, sweaty club. Like he was that, like in, in control of the whole thing. So wonderful. Uh, I love it. My favorite song by Queen is probably Bicycle Race. That's a fun one. That's a fun I one. Love it. It's just so, it's fun. Because of my fandom and Queen, it's so hard for me to pick a favorite. It kind of like rotates. I could give you like three or four like that are also somewhere in there. So White Queen from the uh, album Queen 2, Under Pressure, and It's Late are probably the ones I go, go to the most just for now. Oh, and Show Must Go On. Because it's just the emotional. Oh, oh no! So yeah. powerful! So powerful! All right, uh, Wiley Henry, with the super chat, what wheel slice would you dominate for me? Classics. Really? Wow, that's awesome! Like, that's not many people can. If you're that cool, that's fantastic. Kelsey. Um, on any given day, I'd say either DCEU or MCU. I'm a little restier lately on DCEU because I've mostly just been watching Birds of Prey on repeat for like five months. <laughs> but yeah. I'd say probably what I'd probably say DCEU. Okay. I've been doing really good with playing along with IG lately with that. So and Alex? getting angry at people okay. not knowing the answers. So. Um, um, Rom-coms, um, costume dramas. Mm, there you go. Um, another one to be young adult adaptations. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I would. If I were to use one, yeah, there's uh, young adult adaptations is probably the probably yet yeah, the most recent that I'm like most people usually don't know. Right. Just because of the age for me, it just hit me at the perfect time considering my age. So. If I had to pick one, uh, well, it'd be Star Wars for sure. I mean, I definitely love the Star Wars exactly. Um, but I also do like uh, Lord of the Middle Middle Earth category as well. I'm good at and Harry Potter. I'd probably be pretty good at as well. Harry Potter is deceivingly difficult. Like you I know what? Let me I interject know. before you and go on. I will interject and say Harry Potter, except for the Fantastic Beast movies. But go ahead. That's the, that's that's where I have problems too, because I've seen those once and no desire to go back. <laughs> I, I I guess I had the hottest like I've really enjoyed Crimes of Grindelwald. I did. I I, I was I really liked uh, Grindelwald's uh, character. Well, I didn't like him obviously, but same time um, that and the evolution of Queenie's character, I actually really liked the direction it went into. But that's like a whole thing. Um, and you know everyone has hot sex, but yeah. Um, Harry when it comes to the Wizarding World, I like growing up reading the books and everything. I always like you know watching the movies. I'm like I feel very confident going into, but there's so much stuff you have to know. It's, yeah, it's, it's just like a Middle Earth. You know, it's just like there's so many small things: the languages, the people, the characters, the itty bitty what numbers. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, but what was the number of, you know, the, the, the vaults that Harry went through to get all of his money from his parents? You know, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it, it, it goes that hard. So, uh, real quick, we got us. We do have a stream lab from Tavishka Productions. Thank you, Tavishka Productions. Uh, digging a lot of the C2A content, maybe more so because I can watch and not worry about losing four hours of work. Thanks to SEN and Outlaw in the mornings. What do you think it will take for the quirky Mercs to move up to third? 
Um, it's going to take the two tourneys. I think uh, Bibiani and Brendan Meyer could. I feel a lot rise on their shoulders. If they do what they're supposed to do, then that they will definitely be rising high up in the ranks. I mean, you could have Bib, depending on the seedings, uh, you could have a Bibs versus Meyer finale, and I wouldn't be surprised. And I could definitely see Shazam making it to the finale at some point as well. And not only that, but our boy, the chat, Tim Franco, he is a dark horse that uh, nobody knows as much about as him. I think he could definitely throw himself in the mix Absolutely. as well. And if he's if Tim's on a team, which he, he won't commit to that, uh, obviously, yet, uh, that he's another person that team-wise could be, could be great as well. So I agree. I do think that, like I mentioned, I do feel like, personally, I think they have the most well-rounded singles <laughs> group out of all the factions. I know that's a hot take. Um, but that's just me personally. Um, but also, considering Shazam where they are, hypothetically, they're like a shoe-in for the team's turn. Obviously, the, not only the team's tournament, but they would be in um, – they would have like a number one contender shot right, right away. Yeah. So, you know, they're – that's something to, you know, consider. But True. also, I, I can't really sleep on any of the competitors between Perry, Tim. I mean, I know you're in the chat – uh, between Perry, Tim, and who knows, real rejects. Yeah, that's very true. Honestly, I feel like the potential in the singles and teams tournament is really fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if they really shot up really fast. Tim, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen Schmodown wheel? Uh, my question back to you, is it an African wheel or is it a North European wheel? Do you guys understand that too? <laughs> I feel like it's, is there a reference to Monty Python again? It is Monty Python. Okay. The okay. As long as I know that, because you oh. do that to me, and I'm like, I have no idea. Wait, is this one a, a Holy Grail? Yeah, it's 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 a swallow. It's an unladen swallow. Yeah, no, that's sorry. the question. Is, is it an African, African or European it's swallow? I don't know. Exactly. Brian Nussbaum, who is your pick for manager of the year so far? That is a great question. Um, Let's see. Looking into it, if I had to go through it, Winston is a definite, definite dark, dark horse as far as things go. Um, if I had to pick one, though, I, how can you go against Gucci right now? Gucci! He's winning. He's winning. Like, He's number one in the standings. And my second, close second choice, um, who I think could possibly have, but I just. Gucci, Not only man. is he winning, but he also picked Barbarian fifth, and he's then he's another one. It's like we had the top four people, and then yeah, you throw in there uh, Barbarian. He gets Sabrina Ramirez, possibly another potential thing. Demolana's done really well. The yeah. only Finstock Exchange that's kind of faltered at all has been a little has been Emily Emily Jacobson, and she's been fine too. So I don't know how you could argue against anybody else against them either. I, I do think personally for me, like I, I, I judge managers, obviously, like I mentioned, not only like faction points and all that good stuff, but like I said earlier, by how much individuals have grown, like mm -hmm. Riley, I'm kind of curious about what his stance is going into this. Uh, he obviously had that win against Janine. Awesome. But he's also been very vocal about how he's in it, but he's obviously, he's not going for the belts this year as he has in the past. He's not like a crazy aggressive it like the way like roca and bateman and everything are um you know which makes sense um but gucci one of the things that would make him definitely a shoe win is because i don't think that we should rate him not only based on his faction just because if we're going to talk about that because he had the best faction picks that came in later mm -hmm. in the draft craig 
um, between Craig, Sabrina, and uh, Demolanta. Mm -hmm. Sabrina, you don't know yet, obviously. Who knows? She could be amazing. I can't wait to see her, you know, debut. Um, but if all three of them mm -hmm. do really fantastic, holy shit, I can't, that's that's fantastic, you know. And not to mention, I really want all of them to do well. And Demolanta, he's spectacular. However, I do think Swag had a bigger hill to climb going into this one, not only just because he had more rookies on his team uh, compared to Gucci, but also more competitors improved versus Gucci. Mm. You know? So yeah. that's why. That's okay. what I mean. Like, you know, we had a rookie win a, win a Star Wars tournament, yeah. you know, and not only that, you know, with uh, Lon and Oyama. Sure. Oh, you can not. Oyama is like real hit and miss right now, obviously. Um, but also, Lon has been spectacular. Yeah. He's like, he's amazing. I love Lon. So good. And we're going to see. So I do think he is, he had the bigger hill to climb, though, with no one, no one with belts and not, no one of like hugely established careers on his league. Right. So. Okay. All right, what else we got here? That's, yeah, that's a good point, Buck. Hoping they use Twitch going forward as a minor league. I do think that'd be kind of cool to have like awesome. a uh, almost an official Schmodown minor league. You get the, mm -hmm. the rookies we don't get to see, maybe a rookie tournament or something like that. Like we get to just get to see more potential. Uh, of course, it's questions and more questions for PJ and his team, but I'll uh, have to see. Uh, predictions for champs at the end of the season for all four, all four divisions. Oh. All right, I'll do it. I think Bateman's going to get it back. I think Bateman's going to back too. Get it back. I do think that. I think for teams. I don't know yet. I, think, I, I almost want to give Bateman two, two. I want to give who's the boss on their uh, level because they were doing so well before if they can pick it back up. Um, but I think Paul and Tom could say something about that. If they can get going. And I after do their love, loss. After their loss. Exactly. I would want to see them. Exactly. I do. I think they could get going by the end of the year, depending oh, on the tournament. Over the den, over the pride, yeah. I, I, the pride is good. Pride is good. I feel like they. I mean, they're they're two and zero right now versus Absolutely. Time. Absolutely. I want to see them. their pick over the other one. That's I well, I, I'm not saying I was. No, I'm just saying throwing them out there. A couple of them, that I would think. Uh, I I think that Paul and Tom have a great chance of rebounding now that they kind of had their. I think getting their loss out of the way actually will help them. I kind of like they don't have to worry about because they were. Like it's kind of like that Robert Parker you were saying earlier. They were so hyped at the beginning of the year, like Paul and Tom, Paul and Tom, Paul and Tom. Getting that loss out of the way now, they kind of like can go, okay, we had a loss. Let's see what we can do now moving forward. So I, I, I have big, big, big hopes for them coming back. Mm -hmm. um, I still think Smets when it keeps the IG by the end of the year at this point. And I'm going to say Damon has a Star Wars belt still by the end of the year. All right. I agree. I think Bateman will get the belt back. I have faith that's going to happen. I think Ace is gonna get the Star Wars belt. I, I, I think he's gonna be able to pull it off. I do think Smets will still have the IG belt, and for teams, I have to go with some classic teams. Either Corruption or Shazam. I just, I just feel like they could, they could do it. So absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Corruption just because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Upset City. What do you got over there? Um. Mm -hmm. I'm making notes real quick. Um, yeah, most of the show has not been PG, Weston. That's true. Or, or were you kind of going for our PG uh, ratings? Are you talking 
Oh, we're super fucking PG. We're eight, if we can reach R, then we've accomplished something because we're usually beyond that. <laughs> um, okay. Coming in with some upsets here. Okay. Um, I think Ben has it as singles. Alex at Star Wars. I would love, love, love to see Shazam or the Den take it. Okay. The Pride. Like, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, and the Den in general take it, you know. Um, just because, you know, I've heard Rachel talk about her study schedule between how and how her how she strategizes with Ben. And I'm just like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, that's that's intense, uh, how they actively communicate. Um I don't know. I kind of, uh, I don't think Kevin's obviously not going to get this. I don't think he's going to get distracted and everything, but same time, he's going to have a baby before the end of the year. It's true. It's true. He's going to have a lot going on. And so hypothetically, I wouldn't be surprised if Chandra takes it. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Kevin, now, I love you. He's not going to be hyper focused, and he's not going to, you know, get distracted or anything. I because obviously, you're you're about to have a baby. <laughs> you know, I don't want to say helping your help, helping your partner through her pregnancy is a distraction. That that's priorities, you know. Um, so I do want to clarify. It's just you know, I I like I said, I love me an upset. I just I do, but I love Kevin. Kevin and I are like buds. So uh, as someone has had two babies and stuff. You watch a lot of movies while you're up in the night with them. So if anything, true. I watched more movies in those two years yeah. of them being infants each than I did at any other time. <laughs> Make him even more efficient as a competitor. So who knows? Yeah. All right. And I got some Queen talking here again. Don't Stop Me Now. Also a great song. Yes, Brian does make it sing in every song. That's true. And San Franco also that because of Shaun of the Dead, I get that. Bohemian Rhapsody, that's another good one, of course. Uh, there you go. Bicycle Race is underrated, Alex. That's for you. I love Bicycle Race. It's just such a fun song. Yeah. Fat Bottom Girls is another fun one. That's true. Radio Gaga or Lady Gaga. That's true. The Highlander songs. Wow. Okay. And Matthew, how dare you, sir? How dare you? Led Zeppelin is not way better than Queen. Queen which is no, Queen played can play some Zeppelin stuff, but they also did a lot more than Zeppelin stuff. Also, they had a better, a much more, uh, more many more genres that they could play uh, than ever could. And I like Led Zeppelin. I like Led Zeppelin a lot. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a music person, but I recognize the flaws in that statement. So yeah. just saying, um, my- I, I I do want to address something real quickly. NC Seven. Um, I do I do want to specify. Smets obviously is hyper focused. Obviously. I think he's going to knock out of the park. I think he's amazing and everything. I also have talked to Chandra as well. Chandra is in a very similar situation. He is also incredibly hyper focused. And I wouldn't be surprised if Smets has it, you know, has continues to have the belt walking away. But like I mentioned, these are just like a general predictions. Who knows? Also, none of us could be right. No, that's true. Very true. What? I don't know that. Ah! Thank you. I had to play that at that point. Uh, ben Rainer, physical or digital wheel? Uh, I'm someone who doesn't care about the digital wheel. Like I know the, the new digital wheel has been kind of fine for me. Um, yeah, this digital wheel, I don't mind. One that I mean, technically helped helped Ben in Houston. I like, but also I hate because it's 
Yeah, I don't like that digital wheel. That digital wheel sucks. This one seems to be fine so far. I I don't like digital wheels. I think it's, I mean, they're useful. I mean, totally considering the circumstances, you know, it, they're totally fine. It's just that, you know, I mean, there's been a handful of matches where I'm like, it just lands on the middle. Statistically, it shouldn't do this as much as it does, but it just sometimes it lands right on the line. And also I really love on, on a physical wheel, you get like pictures with all the slices and stuff. So it's just visually more appealing. So I do miss that physical wheel. Okay, I get that. Uh, miss the BDSM wheel. <laughs> uh, Prince of the Universe, another good song. Well, I had a great song, Prince of the Universe. And I just want to say this, yes, to Michigan, you know what? Because of the strong statement of Matthew, that's why I strongly went against the Zeppelin only because of the, the kind of reactionary. I love Zeppelin. Zeppelin does have their own brand and they did stick to it. Um, I just think the Queen had better. You could do more with a Queen album than you could do with the Led Zeppelin album. That's what I loved about them. And yeah, so I love Led Zeppelin. Don't get me wrong. But. Um, yeah, but Roger's a better singer, so I love Roger's backing vocals. That helps me a lot. A lot. Um, anything else? Anything else? Oh. Plus, Roger Taylor has a great solo career, too, as well. I'm starting to bring this off into Call to Queen. I'm sorry. but uh... <laughs> On our new show that we're premiering next week, Call to Queen, <laughs> there <you go. laughs> PLD will be going over each every single okay. note of every single Queen song in detail, analyzing. You know what? You joke about that. That's actually something I'm considering for PLD products doing a, queen, a show on Queen. So uh, going song by song. So let's we'll see. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's the uh, end. Let me see if you have any Streamlabs. I kind of forgot to check the Streamlabs recently. Anything else on the Streamlabs? But I'd love to have that talk with you, Tavishka, sometime. I'd love to talk to you more about Queen and Zeppelin and all that. So I love some of these rock and everything else. So there we go. All right. And he's a drummer. So not. I'll talk to you about Roger's drumming. There's some questions I have for you about that. But uh, anything else? Nothing else there in the uh, Streamlabs? Uh, anything okay. else in here? I think we're good. Oh, wait. So I'm right. sorry. Dean oh. has one question there. Uh, I think about putting fan league matches on Twitch to help them get more exposure. Um, <sighs> I don't think fan run fan leagues have a place on any official Schmodown stuff for, for, for various yeah. reasons. But um, a Schmodown run minor league would be a different thing. And I think that'd be a smart idea. That is exactly, exactly what I would say, too. I think that you can't have a fan league, but you can have an official minor league system that's kind of overseeing. Because, first of all, Christian wouldn't just put – if Christian's going to have it on the Twitch, on the Showdown Twitch, it's definitely going to be something that he has a hand in. So it's got to be an official minor league system. If they were to develop that, then I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I guess agree. It's also a great way to get potential talent. You know, we were talking about how we would love to have rookie matches and stuff all the time, you know, so I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, the point of the fan leagues is that it's run by fans. All the questions are are written by fans. All the they're also it's hyper specific. So they would have to change a lot about the fan leagues. Like uh, in some and the thing is in fan leagues, you're able to you're you can go into um there's a lot of different rules. For example, you can go into, let's say you give a strength for, uh, say, I got you. I got you, Chandru. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Chandru. I got you. Good luck, Chandru. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. All the best of luck to you. But I, I, do, I will say I do think that Smash is going to have your number. But prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, man. Prove yeah. me wrong. I love to be proven wrong. It's the best. <laughs> and I also alternatively like to be proven right, you know. When it comes to the fan leagues, um, they're hyper specific on categories. Like, for example, I had a competitor that had um, that had a my I had my competitor during a match went up against someone whose strengths included detective noir movies from the 30s. Mm. That was their 
footprints that they put on the wheel. Weird. And so, it's like, so or you can be like, oh, you can go a hyper specific, or or you can say like Scorsese movies from the eighties, right? You know, because uh. hyper specific, or, or you can say exclusively the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, so it's it's very hyper specific and very similar to how IG is, where there are. Right much more finite. So I don't feel like a lot of those rules that are currently used that a lot of family girls love about being in the family. So that that's how being efficient to be efficiently be able to study. But there's again, there's a lot of rules regarding the third rounds and things like that. And each league is very, very different from the other. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot, <laughs> but I, I would love to see a, another fan league match. I mean, like, can I just get in the, as a fan league manager, you know, with the unofficial Schmoda minor league fan league manager, please. That'd be, That'd be awesome. All right, Kels, I think that is it. All right. I think that is all we have for you this week on Call to Action Live. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Always look forward to this every week. And yeah, it's been an awesome show. Upset City, where can people find you? Uh, you can uh, find me hosting Schmobeats every single Wednesday at 9.30 Central. This uh, this Wednesday, we're going to be having a Star Wars tournament-themed Schmobate with uh, this fella, cool guy, not-so-cool guy right here. So that's going to be a fun time. Cool guy slash not-so-cool guy, just depending on the day of the week, you know, the time of day. I just right? got that great ass. <laughs> and just going to keep going. <laughs> Um, that's next to my little list right there. Like, look at this. Like, this is my fantasy league draft, guys. Like, I color coordinated between the different drafts. It's like a thing. <laughs> I think family, it's like a thing. It's a problem. Um, it's a problem. Um, anyway, okay, but yeah, you can do it on Schmobates. I also co-host a show called Cinema Bias uh, every single Tuesday. <laughs> It's really fun to search her, and we kind of really chat about movies that one of us has seen and the other one hasn't, and we really swatch weeks. This Tuesday, we're going to be talking about Dr. No. Drew has never seen a schmo down. Sorry. She, I will, Tim. I will. Um, but Drew has never seen a, any James Bond movie, so we're going to be diving into that one. So it's going to be a real fun time. Very cool. Cool. All right, PLD, where can people find you? You can find me on Chilled Action tomorrow here on the Call to Action podcast. You can also find me on the Action Industries Patreon. I'll burn that at patreon.com slash teamaction. You can also find me on the Action Industries YouTube channel. Uh, I do a show called Class Action every week. I just did a show with Kelsey, uh, a special guest. We put uh, Chris Nolan up against uh, Denis Villeneuve. Uh, this week's show is actually going to be a live show, a live show on Sunday night at uh, it's gonna be 9 p.m. Pacific. Jarvie and myself will be welcoming on Ben Bateman, and we're going to be counting down the top five Tony Scott movies uh, that we like. Um, and then finally, beyond that, we will be doing, I do PLD projects. I'm starting to build it up. I will hopefully have the Harris stance ready soon, where I will go through every Ed Harris movie and make you love him like I do, or I will die trying. And then, of course, maybe the Queen thing eventually. I could get talking to doing a Queen show as well, but that's that's it. And at Paul Andrew Denuzio on Twitter. There you go. All right, perfect. And you can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I also run the Call to Action podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. T Public, we've got merch. Please go check it out. You can get cool masks and things. It's pretty awesome. 
And yeah, you can find me here every week on Call to Action Live. I love hanging out with you guys every week and always look forward to it. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you all next time. Bye. Salute. Au revoir. Et puis,